Threaten me with a good time, buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is weed legal in Missouri? <coughs> Medicinal, uh, but it is up on the ballot this year to be legalized for recreation. So oh, nice. Missouri's looking to join the rest of them. It's funny. It's like Missouri knew that I was moving here, bud, because um, in the month that I moved here, they uh, got rid of the pandemic. And then they're talking about legalizing weed. <laughs> like, hey, fucking Scoob's coming. We better do this shit. <laughs> well, with, with that, let's begin the show. Uh, welcome to the Trailer Park Boys Fan Federation podcast. I'm Morgan Rector, and my call is Ray Hazen hey, is. Hey, I'm that fucking one that's in your stink, not your pink. I'm Ray Hazen Jr. <laughs> yeah, as we were discussing at the beginning. Uh, some a major development happened in Ray's life. He has relocated in a big way. He has moved to Missouri, which is a long, long distance from California. Uh, yeah, like 2,000 miles or something like that. Are there, any trailer, park boys, are there any trailer parks there? Uh, I mean, I imagine there is. There's trailer parks everywhere, right? But um, I haven't personally come across any. But then again, I've only even I, – see, I, I'm living in Brighton now, and I've only – been to brighton and um springfield and i haven't even really been all over springfield just kind of snooped around it a little bit you know it's a big bowling community a lot of bowling going on i joined a bowling league wow yeah my my buddy bowls his kids bowl like everyone bowls out here and so fucking first thing he did there's a league starting on the 13th and the first thing he when we my first night here he was like so there's a league starting i'm gonna sign up you want to join the bowling league with me and i'm like fuck yeah so uh, i'm doing my first ever Good. You know what that means? So you're a weed smoker and now you're a bowler. You're like two steps to, toward becoming the big Lebowski, right? Becoming no, no, I know. No, hey, hey, and I've got a rug. Oh, you got a rug too, yeah. Yeah, I bought a rug. I bought a rug for my new room. Like it's a big does nine foot the, by six. Does oh, it, it tie totally the ties the room together? <laughs> yes, it totally <laughs> ties the room together, bro. <laughs> uh, I I told uh I told Kevin that he just needs to um. Send me a robe for my birthday, and it'll be official. I'll be a weed-smoking, uh, rug-having, fucking, uh, robe-wearing bowler. <laughs> oh, I watched that movie so many times. I must have seen it like a oh, hundred times at least. million times. Oh, it's not going to let me show here. Maybe here, maybe I'll get rid of the background for a second. got to check this out. I got this just before I moved. Uh, my brother Jacob gave it to me. For my birthday, because it was my birthday just before I moved. Now, is, oh, does that it? Also, oh, you put some stickers on it, some trailer park. No, 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 it came like this. Oh, it's, a, it the store. it's an official, it's official it's merch. A, yeah, this is official merch. 
Oh, you wow, bought that's this wicked. Merch. Yeah. Does, does it work well? Does, do you like that one? Oh, oh yeah, definitely, definitely. But uh, I've, I've been waiting so much to... Um... Oh, yeah, check it out. There's there's a new room. It's like it's almost like a tent, bro. I got those slanted ceiling on both yeah. sides. It's fucking killer. And I love uh, it here. Your cat, uh, Vince the Pince, he's uh, he's settled in well. Is he happy there? Yeah, yeah, he's here. He's all right. You know, I do feel kind of bad because I have him indoor. He's been strictly indoors since we got here. And um, it's kind of like because, I mean, I'm in the, it's Missouri. It's Tornado Alley. Like, bad weather happens out of, out of nowhere. Like, it'll be sunny, and all of a sudden, within, like, 15 minutes, you know, you got a tornado warning. And so it's like, I don't know how comfortable I am just letting him out run around because what if the weather gets really bad while he's out running around, you know, like I have to just hope he comes by by chance, you know, which he may not. And so I've kind of been like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to let him out anymore, which sucks because he's been an indoor outdoor cat for his whole two year life. I mean, he climbs trees, all that shit. Uh, he probably got pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the only thing that that we got going for is the room is bigger than than my last room at the other house. It's almost twice as big. So I got him a, a a huge tower. The thing's almost six feet tall. So he's got a big old cat tower he climbs around on. And I'm probably gonna pick him up like one or two more just to build like a whole little fucking corner so he can run around on. Yeah, he went and, he uh, went uh, medieval on that thing. You went, you shot video right, or was it just a? Stick? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah yeah. Oh, when he was attacking it. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I was I was me building the thing, bro. Like I I wasn't even done building the bottom layer. And he was like, "Oh, I know what this is." <laughs> I see I bought one of those things for these cats I once owned. It it was like 40 bucks, multi-level. One of them sniffed at it and then it never walked up to never went near it again. I don't know, cats really? are Really? Like, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. You got anything to smoke on over there, buddy? Oh yeah, pre-roll. All right, I got the bong. I got some dabs too, but I got the the new Trailer Park Boys bong to hit on the show. Let's do it. Nice. All right, countdown: five, four, three, two, one. So no more dabs, eh? I got some more. I got a little bit more. I got uh, I got like maybe maybe two or three hits left here, and then I got one more gram, and then that's all I got until uh, shit. I don't know. Um, I might have to hit somebody up and have them send me some. Uh, otherwise. Yeah, I mean, I got a couple more cartridges, you know, for my my pen and my little dab, this little pen thing. So I got a couple carts left. So I mean, hopefully, it'll last for at least a little bit longer. Otherwise, uh, I got three more grams. So I mean, that'll last me a couple weeks. Um, Are you someone for whom weed is an aphrodisiac? Weed's an everything aphrodisiac. Fuck yeah, <laughs> dude! It makes everything better. Everything. Yeah. Not everyone has that that uh, reaction to it. 
No, I know it's it sucks. Some people get like sick. My buddy who I lived with, he gets full on actually sick. Like really? we, yeah, we smoked weed. I got him to smoke with me when we were like 15, 16. And because uh, the guy I moved in with now, you know, we grew up together. He moved out here, you know, dozens of years ago, and fucking, I moved to Napa dozens of years ago and whatnot, you know. But anyway, uh, like right around right around fourteen, fifteen, you know, he was like, "No, dude, it makes me sick." And I was like, "Bullshit, bro, come on, fire it up with me." And so he did it just, and he smoked, and sure as shit, bro. I mean, you can see he got like pale, almost greenish looking, like throw, like almost throwing, like it just. He has a adverse reaction to it, which is really weird. Um, very rare, but yeah, I mean, it happens to some people. So if someone tells me they get actually sick off weed, I believe them because I've seen it, you know. Um, well, was he able to smoke cigarettes? Yeah, he smokes cigarettes. He smokes cigarettes, but not weed, and doesn't react to the cigarettes that way. Hmm. Well, like you know, ultimately. Uh, it probably has something to do with the sativa or the indica itself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something with the the you know, the other chemical like the THC or something, <clears throat> because there is no sativa indica strains or THC or any of that stuff in tobacco, you know. Yeah. So, so I don't know, but yeah, I'm sitting here. I got this new bong. I got some uh, a little bit brought from Cali with me. Uh, some fatso indica, and I got some bubble hash on top. What is it? Bob's bubble hash. I got my Bubbles t-shirt. Yeah, dude. I got my uh, decent. Oh, I should have wore uh, I should have wore the um the one dirty you got burger. for me. Yeah, yeah. dude. Well, it, it's Ray's it's got dirty. himself a dirty burger shirt now. Yeah, yeah I do. It is dirty right now. <laughs> Love that on the show at some point. Jacob wears one, but there's like black electrical tape over uh, Randy's yeah. face walking around like that all the time. Well, that that was after Randy got fired from the dirty burger. Sweaty bitch was high. <laughs> Sweaty bitch was high. <laughs> but no, look, I got my uh, get two uh, get two bird stoned at once shirt on. Oh, nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the yeah, nicest trailer, some of the nicest trailer park boys shirts. Uh, and they're probably not going to want anyone to say this publicly, but you can find them elsewhere besides Swearnut. Like um, on Amazon, they have some nice trailer park boys T-shirts that were clearly designed yeah. ends and some of them are really cool. I want to say I bought all of mine off Etsy. You might have, yeah. yeah. That's plausible. I feel like I did, dude. Um, yeah, I mean, you can get them all over the place. You really can't. Uh, which kind of makes me wonder, you know, are there are people buying them in bulk from them and then selling them? Like, because yeah. you can't just you can't just make a a shirt that's copyright, you know what I'm saying? Like their likenesses are copyright by them, you know? Well, the t-shirt business has become hugely profitable because it's easy to make them on demand now. And that's how, that's how they're doing it. Just made to order. Someone orders one shirt, you print off one shirt, you send it off. So some people are becoming millionaires doing this. So I'm not surprised that that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of want to, I've been thinking about doing it. Like I've been thinking my, my Conehead logo would be a really cool t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. You know, that'd um, be a really cool T-shirt. Well, for my podcast, I would charge like twenty-five bucks for the T-shirt, which the was Human like, Monsters one. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't making a profit at all, five dollars. It, but it, you know, there's shipping and handling and everything. But yeah, typically cost about twenty to twenty-five dollars to. Make are, you, shirt. are are those still for sale on Printify or uh, whatever it was? They are, but. Um, 
they've limited the sizes for some reason they haven't re- made the other sizes available like so there's no shirts for us fat kids no well the biggest one is 2x that's what, dude i need i need like twice that <laughs> <laughs> me too yeah it's that's yeah. See, that's commercial suicide these days half of both of our countries are fat man I know, I know. Well, the funny thing is, is like I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm a little chunky, but like I'm really not all that fat. It's just I'm six foot, almost six two. I'm like two sixty. Like I'm really broad in the shoulders. It's like a three X will fit me, but they're really tight in the shoulders, and they're a little tight in the belly. I guess I'll admit that, depending on the size, you know. Uh, but usually, I mean, some a lot of three X's I can fit in, but I, I mean, four X is what's really mostly comfortable because. Up here, you know, it gets real tight in here if it's fucking smaller than that, which sucks. Uh, oh, speaking of my Conehead logo, so the infamous Kevin Sykes, the one who <laughs> never shows up because he can't work fucking... Um, legend of Kevin Sykes. Yeah, he, yeah, the legend of, Ke- the legend of Kevin Sykes. He's like, he's the Paul Bunyan of our show, basically. Yeah. Basically, uh, well, I guess next Friday, he, he said he made the appointment already. We'll see. But I guess next Friday, he's going out to get my the Conehead logo tattooed on his hand. And then he's going to get Conehead across his knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. I might have to go out and get matching ones just to match them here one of these days. <laughs> and then, then I'm going to get the leader, leader one, a moon that says leader one on the other hand. Oh, nice. Wicked. It'd be cool if somehow you could make like sunglasses with the orange moons over top of the lenses. I don't know if you can do that and enable people to be able to see through them. But uh, well, then again, I remember in the '80s they made these spatter shades sunglasses with like. Oh yeah. 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 And then they had those ones with the the slats on the them. Slits, yeah, like blinds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? Remember the dude in like Big Trouble Little China was wearing them? Yeah. Some people some people some people don't mind having their vision impaired for fashion. Hey, hey I'm not even gonna lie, bro. When I was like seven, I had a pair of those. The only time in my life I was ever hey, really I think I'm I think I'm dating myself there, right? Like yeah. let the people know just how old we are. Nineteen eighty nine was like the year of my life when I was really into wearing sunglasses. Never before, never since. For some reason, I was really into that. And it just kept getting darker and darker, too. Dude, um, you know what's awesome? 1989 is the year I turned seven, so that just fucking was perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you were wearing sunglasses as a seven-year-old, that's kind of badass. Oh, yeah, dude. I was totally, totally cool, rocking. A little child who's cool. <laughs> oh, fucking. Uh, edgy, you know? I, I wish I still had it. His mom's probably got it somewhere. But my son, Drake, when he was like... I don't know, eight months old, maybe a year. He was sitting in the back in his little in his little car seat in the back of the car, and he had his shades on. And I gave him a piece of Slim Jim, and he was sitting there with the piece of Slim Jim sitting out of his mouth like a damn cigar, and he's got his shades on. And so I took a picture of it, and it was so oh, badass. And then, and then I found this um this thing where they made like fake magazine covers, and so I made a it was like a Sports Illustrated Sportsman of the Year magazine cover, and it was Drake in that picture with the shades and the, and the little like 
Look, it looked just like a little cigar, bro, but it was a piece of Slim Jim, you know? <laughs> he looks he looks so gangster. He's fucked tough as shit. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody's created an app where you can just <laughs> face on like any magazine you want. Playgirl, <laughs> if you want, you know what I'm saying? Why uh, not? I mean, yeah. men can be women today, right? <laughs> I'm thinking just charge, just charge like a buck. <coughs> I think it probably could make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. I bet they got that. Somebody must have created that that for sure. Uh, Yeah, because they got to have that. Here, let me look. All right. People are so narcissistic these days. I don't see why it wouldn't exist, you know? Uh, uh, Novelty. On magazine. Oh. On magazine. Magazine cover. Create your own fake magazine. Fakeazine.com. Yep, they exist. Put yourself on magazine covers. Put yourself on magazine covers. Absolutely free and fun. There's self. There's glamour. Oh, so it's yeah. real max too. Yeah. Time must be must be one of the most popular of them all. Make it look like you're really important, you know. People. Yeah. <laughs> I like to get a picture of somebody all twacked out on drugs and put them on the cover of Wired. Because <laughs> they're wired. They sure are. That's what we used to call someone who's all twacked out. Call oh, oh, you're wired. I read this story about this guy in England. So I didn't know this until I read the story. So you can buy powdered caffeine now, a fucking bag of caffeine itself. And this guy, he just overdid it way too much. He drank the equivalent of 200 cups of coffee, and he fucking died. He had a heart attack. I can imagine, dude. Holy cow. I laugh, but I mean, that's just, God, what what a way to die, though. Right? I I mean, I'm, I'm not surprised that product exists. I mean... Maybe just cut out the middleman, just go straight to caffeine, you know. I mean, why stop there? Just just go straight to cocaine, dude. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm sure, like, I'm sure there were probably drug dealers who sell like just liquid caffeine, and there were probably some who. I think there are some who sell liquid nicotine, which is also very much a stimulant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so nicotine think, is a stimulant, you know. Oh yeah. So what does what is it, what is it like I, liquid form? Is it like really more powerful? Yeah, it's like a concentrated thing, man. Like, yeah. like just like it like, comes with like a little eyedropper. You use like a little drop, like a tincture. You know, you oh, ever know yeah. what a tincture is? Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. We used to we used to make fucking tinctures, liquor, put some weed in it, and just let it sit. And the fucking you know, you take like two or three drops of that, bro, you'd be fucking zooted, man. <laughs> you're like you're like Ricky in that regard. Like you know the fucking science of how to make these products, man. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> done, done in a bunch. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, I guess kind of like Bubbles and Ricky kind of rolled into one, you know. Yeah, uh, Bricky. Uh, Julian is only interested Bubbles. in things that could, he can make money from, whereas Ricky and Bubbles actually have passions, things they care about, and they would do it if they couldn't make money off it. But like I Julian know. can't do it, I don't think. Well, I mean, if you want to get technical, I would say that Julian's passion is money. 
<laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. I mean, well, he's so, passion I mean, for cars. He's he's definitely he does he, have a passion for cars, big time. Big like time. he went out and bought that car and say goodnight to the bad guys. Didn't he do? Didn't he buy a new car even though the other guys were just fucking in yeah, the tire uh, pump? Isn't that when he bought the DeLorean? I think that was no. the DeLorean. Yeah, he bought it and he he told them that they could not spend any money. He wanted to sit on it so that eventually the cops give up on the case. But he went out and bought a fucking DeLorean. I mean, how more conspicuous can you be, you know? I know, right? <laughs> the Back to the Future car? Well, yeah. Well, and that ain't the first time. He, he bought the, uh, uh, well, no, he stole the Monte Carlo. Yeah. He stole that from Terry and Dennis. But he bought another car. Remember, he bought a car and, and something else, and he's telling Ricky about it. Startup costs, man, startup costs. Remember that? That was earlier in the season. Oh, yeah. So, so, yeah, Julia's had like five or six fucking cars at least. I'm telling you, he has to have the Bronco, the DeLorean, the SS. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's too expensive. Whew. Man, I don't even know what else. He's had some few, a few other things. Well, by the way, I, I've been, I've uh, seen the DeLorean in real life. I've, I even like was allowed to kind of like peer inside and everything. The flux capacitor like, was fluxing. Yeah. Like the one from the movies. The, the actual one from the movie. Oh wow, oh, that's it, it, cool. It goes I've, on tour. They make money off it. Yeah. I've seen a, a DeLorean, just not the DeLorean. Yeah. That's pretty. That's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I saw uh, the uh, Batmobile from the Dark Knight as well. That was like. At the time that either that movie or the one after it came out, it was just parked next to the theater. I've seen the Wienermobile. The Wiener, Oh, the Oscar Mayer thing? I've yeah, yeah the big, the big, <laughs> big old Wienermobile. Yeah, I've seen that guy. You know, I, I was think thinking one time, you know, hearses, they have so much fucking trunk space, but people will never, <laughs> people will always give you a hard time. Or I've known some girls that like that, too. Yeah, yes. Tons of trucks. Extra room. You can fit a coffin. Her <laughs> uh, pussy's a coffin, man. Stay out of it. <laughs> That's where you go to die. <laughs> That'd be like, you know, it's like guys talking about a girl who's like just really shitty, a really shitty girlfriend wife. <laughs> so yeah, her pussy's a coffin, man. You'll go, you'll be yeah. dead before you know. <laughs> You're as cold as ice. <laughs> willing to sacrifice our love <laughs> do you know any guys who are like hardcore pussy whipped oh yeah of course of course uh i you know i would almost say that we've all been at one time or another like i mean yeah yeah sort of yeah i mean i mean because there's been a few chicks where i like i would have done just about anything to stay in that relationship because it was nice you know <laughs> Some of them but, take advantage uh, of that too. Definitely they capitalize uh, on it. Yeah. But then again, on the flip side of the coin, there's been some that I mean I couldn't get away from fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking you alcohol know, really alcohol really uh, diminishes your inhibitions. <laughs> that is true. Well, one thing I've been told by a woman from the south is that. Down there, if you're a guy who's like broke and unemployed or something like that, you actually have a good chance of getting laid because women down there are associated with guys who will put in the extra effort to be a, a good boyfriend, whereas guys who have a lot of money and shit, 
they they have like six women on the go and they won't commit and all that and won't really do much to make them happy. So that apparently, I don't know, maybe you could try to cash in on that. I mean, I I think I'm technically in the South. Yeah, I guess Missouri is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, most everyone around here has got a Southern type accent. So if you go directly East, are you going to hit like Tennessee? What's the. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. That's the South. Um, Tennessee is one state over for sure. And we're two states below Minnesota. And what what I want to know, uh, maybe I'm like I'm like I'm like 14 hours away from you, Morgan. That's right, yeah. Very close now, dude. Now, can you tell me why uh, Kansas City is not in the state of Kansas? Do you know why that is? It's in Missouri. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, well, I I'm willing to bet that there probably is one. It's just like like fucking. You know, how, dude, there's like nine different Springfields. You know what I'm saying? Like that every, is true. Yeah, yeah. You know, like ta- there, every state's got the same. Like every town's got an Elm Street. Every town's got a Jefferson. You know. Uh, yeah, there are a like, lot of towns. In let your- me see how many Kansas cities are there. I'm gonna Google this real quick. This one, yeah, you know, I hate, you yeah. know I hate Google. And then, like Washington D.C. and then Washington State. I mean, I guess. Man. Well, there's a Kansas City in both Kansas and Missouri. Oh, I see. There are two okay. Kansas cities. And uh, so, so, what's the deal with with Washington D.C.? That's not a state, right? It, 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 uh, no, no, it's technically not. It's it's, uh, not, uh, it's not a Pennsylvanian state. Uh, it doesn't. I mean, it no, doesn't. No. Pennsylvania. No, no, no. Uh, it's its own. Um, like. Uh, how can I explain it, dude? Okay. Like they wanted, they they felt like the city, the capital city, shouldn't be in a state because that's almost like favoring the state. Maybe they wanted yes. to be politically neutral. I like that. Mm-hmm. Washington D.C. is uh, the U.S. capital. Is a compact city on the Potomac River, bordering the state, bordering the states of Maryland and Virginia. Is defined by imposing non-classical monuments and buildings, including this doesn't fucking explain what I'm saying or asking. Is DC a state or is Washington DC isn't a state? It's a district. Yeah. No. Uh, DC stands for District of Columbia. Its creation comes directly from the U.S. Constitution, which provides that the district not exceeding 10 miles square would become the seat of the government of the United States. So, yeah. So, I mean, I guess it has to do with the fact, uh, I mean, this is kind of something that I always thought and was, was told a long time ago too. So I kind of agreed with it was it's like, if it was in a state, then it would have to follow state rules and things. And it, it would have to, you know, listen to whatever the governor of that state says and shit like that. And so by making its own, district instead of not being part of a state they're exempt from all the state's laws and shit you know what i'm saying they they get to oversee everything something like that oh okay yeah it makes sense you know because if they did belong to a state that state would i'm sure be given all kinds of privileges that the others don't i'm sure that would happen oh for sure now is it true that 
is it, is it true that pe- the citizens of that city it used to be that they they couldn't vote? In yeah, yeah, that I did hear that too. That is true. I think that that went away though. Oh, it did eh? Yeah, because I remember yeah. one of the last elections they were votes from Washington D.C. Yeah, no, D- D.C. residents used to not be able to. That is true. Uh, can D.C. residents vote? According to Wikipedia, as a compromise, the 23rd Amendment was adopted in 1961, granting the district some votes in the Electoral College in measure to their population, but no more than the smallest state. The district's residents have exercised this right since the presidential election of 1964. So as of 64, they started voting. They got they got some votes. Oh, I see. Have you ever seen this thing where um, I don't? It's one of the American dollar bills. I think it's the single, the one dollar bill. Somebody adjusted the contrast. Yeah, I've seen a one dollar bill before. Yeah, and, <clears throat> and someone adjusted the contrast on these. Uh, these specimens of one dollar bill and as it got darker it ended up turning into an alien like a gray alien you ever seen that i don't know if this probably won't show this clearly but uh no pull it back a little bit it could just be a total coincidence but it's uh it's kind of eerie yeah yeah i don't know about that i've never seen that before yeah, it's. It, I mean, if it's a coincidence, it's a pretty amazing coincidence, and they. they I get, mean. But. <laughs> I mean, if you want to see something trippy, bro, there was a way. Uh, I believe it was the twenty dollar bill back in the day, and you used to be able to fold it a few folds on the and on the backside, it would look like it would look like the two twin towers burning. Really? It was, it was yeah, it was, and they came and these bills came out just a little while before um, nine eleven. Holy fuck. Damn. And also the whole thing, there's some weird imagery like the pyramid with the eye on top. Some people say it's it's Mason, the Freemasons, their symbols. Something like that. <clears throat> yeah. But I Something I, like that. Yeah. I wonder if the pyramid with the eye on top which I think I think was rising. What's the, it's the all-seeing eye? Yeah. Well, I feel like your country was planned to be the way it is. I mean, I know it's a conspiracy theory, but I think maybe a meeting was held and they decided we're going to create a country just like this and it's going to have these values and and uh, <clears throat> build the most powerful economy and military in the world. Maybe they that it may have been planned that way, I'm thinking. Yeah. The eye of providence or the all-seeing eye of God is a symbol that depicts an eye uh, often enclosed in a triangle and surrounded by rays of light or glory meant to represent divine providence whereby the eye of God watches over humanity. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much represents symbolically what the founding fathers had in mind. Mm-hmm. I, just, I just think like information, well, the formation no, of the tree, the planning of the country. I think a lot of that's been kept secret. Well, a lot of them were Freemasons, you know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt a hundred percent that that's directly correlated with that, you know, because it's been on there since the, like the beginning, basically. 
yeah, they have this whole concept of um, sacred geometry. And it's interesting because you look at the Washington Monument, it's not like an, an art piece. It's not something that's aesthetically pleasing. It's just this. No, it's America's penis. America's penis, yeah. It's just yeah, straight it's up. Big, it's a big raging boner, dude. I, I think there's been a lot of conspiracy theories as well about how a lot of Washington's buildings do have these very specific shapes. The Pentagon, <clears throat> that's one example. It's a fucking Pentagon. Uh, you know, and there's there's the arch. That must mean something as well, you know, like a portal or something. <clears throat> Have you been to Washington? No. No, no, no. Up until now, I'd only been in Nevada and Oregon. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had never even left the West Coast time zone in my life. <laughs> but now I've been to Texas. I went to El Paso. I had a layover or we got rerouted to El Paso because there was thunderstorms over Dallas. And we had to sit over there for a little while and I got to get out of the plane and walk around for a minute. And then we got back on the plane and flew back to El Paso or um, Dallas, Fort Worth. And then I had a freaking nine hour layover there. It would have been 12 hours, but um, because of the, what, three hours that we had during the reroute to El Paso, I got to sit for three hours on the plane instead. So I ended up spending nine hours. Vince and I laid, laid over. Uh, so I took over one of the family bathrooms they have there and just fucking let Vince out and locked us in there and fucking just tried to crash out in there. Uh, but that didn't really happen. It was very uncomfortable. And I, I think I got like maybe 20 minutes of sleep the whole night and fucking, if someone had come knocking, you should have said, "I'm dealing with I'm dealing with some pussy." All right, stay the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone ended up did come knocking early in the morning, and they knocked like, and then they went away for a while. Like I just didn't, I just let it go, and it, I thought I thought they went away. Well, then like fucking, like almost you know, 45 minutes later, there's a knock again, uh, and so I just assumed it's somebody else, and I just did nothing. Like some time went by, then like I don't know, like another half hour or so, it was a, a big old jing 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 on the door and so i was like fuck all right well it's about is like uh like an hour and a half till my plane plane leaves anyway so i was like fuck it all right dude i guess we'll get up and head out now so i packed vincent me up cleaned up the bathroom you know and then opened the door and it's a dude standing there trying waiting to clean it bro he'd been standing there for probably a damn hour and a half <laughs> <laughs> trying to get whoever was in there to come out just to clean it <laughs> yeah, yeah oh well oh well but yeah dude did you watch the video that i released i haven't seen it yet I, Le- leave it I, on a jet plane you should uh oh yeah i think i sent a link if not i'll send it to you again i gotta catch up there's that one and the one you made yeah the one i, w- I suggested music for is that is that what you're talking about yeah, yeah. When well, no, we're trying to think of uh, like airplane songs, yeah. Did you use the yeah, John I, Cash song? No, no. I ended up using um, "Put a Candle in the Window" by CCR. Uh, let's see here. Um, Leaving on jet plane, John Denver. Of course. I mean, that's the name of the the, the video. The name of the doc. <clears throat> Alexa, stop. Um. Let's see here. 
let's see what else did i use then i used uh come fly with me frank sinatra um um oh nice oh i oh the uh tom petty song what the hell is it called um shoot shoot you know what was a great moment for blue collar men in the 80s some female country singer i don't remember who it was she recorded this song called 18 wheels and a dozen roses and now i'm thinking she wrote this fucking love song for truckers man <laughs> he's driving truck and she's fucking loving him off that was a cool moment i think that you know the truckers they got their song so that's really that was a really cool thing to do <clears throat> oh uh learning to fly learning to fly learning yeah, to fly think. yeah by tom petty and then i closed it up with uh freebird skinner oh the extended yeah, version one. the extended version yeah but yeah, you gotta watch it, dude. Um, everyone should watch it. It's it's arguably some of my best work. I mean, everything's just on cue. It, the music fits right. The volume is correct. You can hear everything I'm saying. For the most part, there's one part where you can't really hear what I was saying too well. But that's because I accidentally had my thumb over the mic while I was talking. So it ain't because of an editing issue. It was just because of recording. But the whole thing was shot on my phone. Um, and you know, and it came out really good. I've watched it uh, several times myself since it since I released it. It's like, it's like it's really good, and it's kind of emotional too, you know. And uh, you know, I I never left California, like I said. In and a lot of people, they didn't know that I was ever gonna leave, and several I mean, a lot of people didn't really want me to go. Um, some people were supportive of it just because they're supportive of me, you know, but. I mean, it just, it was, it was the right move. It was time, you know, it was time and I'm good with it. I'm good with it. So yeah, they're losing a lot of people. I know a lot of people. Yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Well, I mean, California, <laughs> you know, it sucks. <laughs> California. Uh, I also released, uh, my son's dirt bike videos. Uh, I made a video cause when we, when he got his dirt bike, we recorded a bunch of stuff when we went out for the first time. And so uh, I released two of those. So if anyone likes dirt bike stuff, you can check them out. Those are pretty cool. It's basically, my, my boy shredding around to like some uh, cool rock music and stuff. You know, it's pretty cool. Brian Dugan and, appeared on the show in the past. He just had a birthday. He did. He did. Happy birthday to Ryan Dugan. Uh, he's. I, I know he's older than me. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. I turned forty since we were last year, man. Yes, that's right. You know yeah. That. And you know before then, yeah. 40. Yeah, and and it's like 40, oh, dude. 40. <laughs> I'm just, I, I feel blessed. You know, we could all wish to be so gorgeous when we turn 40, right? <laughs> but you, yeah, but you know, in your 40s, something changes about your sex drive. You know, you're not, you're not like a monkey. Oh, yeah. So it's just kind of like. No, uh, no. <laughs> that's our, that's already kind of happened for me. You know, like I, like. Every now and then I want to get some, but like, and then like I don't for a while. I feel like like it's kind of like a chick in that in that way, you know. I just don't want it all the time now. Like I don't care. Like sometimes I'm like, you know what? I got more important shit to do. <laughs> a lot of guys in bad relationships who got into them and who stay in them uh, because they can't bear the thought of not getting laid. I think I think there's yeah, quite a lot yeah. of. That. Uh, 
You know, honestly, this is the longest it's been, bro. But then again, I haven't been dating. And like I said, I was living at home, not going anywhere. Hopefully, you know, I mean, there's all new people and there's more stuff going on out here. Maybe I'll meet somebody. But, like, other than when I was locked up, bro, this is, like, I think this is probably even the longest, dude. You know, since I've had a relationship or anything. You know, and, like, I almost don't care. But then again, part of me want like, part of me, I was sitting there the other day going, you know, maybe, maybe it's about time I try to find a girlfriend, you know? I mean, it's been a while. You know, I'm a fun, charming guy. Like, I got, I got stuff to offer. You know, uh, not a lot, but I got a little bit to offer. Uh, you know, maybe I can help make you famous. You know, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but uh, <laughs> right, like 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 Billy the Kid said, I'll make you famous. Yeah, yeah. Are there but, um, are there uh, are these bowling teams? Are they co-ed? Yeah. yeah. And also, are there going to be women? Yeah. Are you going to be bowling with women? Well, I imagine so. I imagine so. <clears throat> you know. So you probably we'll get see. To fuck somebody that way. You know. Uh, well, I mean, I've gone to the, to, to the bowling, I've gone bowling with my buddy and, and his family and whatnot since I've been here. I haven't bowled cause it's all league, but I've gone and hung out and checked it out. And I'm, to- of course I'm scoping the scene, like checking it out, checking for some chicks and stuff. And honestly, from what I've seen, like I kind of will pass at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> like female versions of the super fans or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah. And, uh, a lot of them are, are a lot of them a lot much older than you. Is that part of it too? No, no. <laughs> I mean, some yes, some yes, but no. You know, some of them are just uh, just not my bag. You know. <laughs> well, you might you just might end up being like the most highly regarded member of your team in terms of looks, because I think most men who bowl probably look like Walter from The Big Lebowski. You know. Yep, yep. Not a, not all of us can be the dude. Or or the or the super fans, Dot Bowls, the Bears, those guys. Yeah. I think a lot of bowlers look like them too. You know, that's what guys like Yo. them. That's the only sport they actually play is usually something like bowling. You know, it's funny. Uh, John Goodman's in both those. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, so our our bowling team name, dude. I'm kind of um, I'm kind of bummed because the the name that I wanted to name us didn't get chosen as the name but like i kind of caved too because there's this kid on our team i mean he's got to be about 18 or 19 or maybe 20 i think but but i think he's kind of he's a little slow you know and he came up with he was really excited about this other name and so i was kind of just like yeah that's cool with me like we can run with what dude wants like i ain't tripping man and i looked at Derek and was like we'll call ourselves this one you know next time or something but anyway so we're uh we're the butterballs. The butterballs. Yeah, oh, wow. you know, which kind of works because you know we're all relatively big. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of the smaller of the guys to even, you know, and and, and I'm fucking, you know, just over six one and like two sixty, and I'm like the small smaller guy, <laughs> you know. So it works, right? It works, butterballs. But the Do what it, I wanted to. Are there any like are any like cash prizes or anything like that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I just went um last week with them and it was the last night of the league that they were in, and uh, they all got cash prize like uh, all the teams you know depending on where you ranked got a certain amount of cash prizes and stuff. So yeah, oh, so I'm cool. thinking I'm kind of thinking I mean I don't really know how it works I didn't really ask because like you you got to pay to be in it. It's paid dues. But then every, but then everyone gets paid at the end so it's kind of like. 
I imagine the house makes some sort of money off it, right? Like, I mean, I imagine they do. And it's, so it's like, so does everybody basically just get a percentage of what they spent back at the end? And depending on where you rank, I guess maybe it changes how much percentage you get back or something. I don't know. But then again, it makes me wonder, like, why even charge as much than as you're going to charge then? Why not just whatever the house's cut was going to be, just charge that, and then everyone bowls in the league for free, and then you get, like, a trophy or something, you know? Does everybody like, get a shirt? Do they all have matching shirts? Uh, no, no, no. And I'm, and I'm, in my belief, I haven't asked, but I believe that's the type of thing you have to spend on yourself. You know what I'm saying? So, like, oh, if we yeah. wanted to go out and get shirts, we could. And so I'm already contemplating that. But I think I'll wait – I mean, I don't know, but I think I'll wait for when we get the the name that I chose because that's going to be the name of the team forever once it finally happens. But anyway, the the name that I had chosen, I mean, so I let, I let the kid pick Butterball, and okay, I cave for him. Okay, that's fine. We can be that. But uh, I wanted to be called the Pinpricks. <laughs> Pinpricks. Yeah. How <laughs> about something badass like the Cyclones? Well, yeah, I mean, Cyclones is cool, but I thought Pinpricks was was fucking hilarious because bowling pins, right? They're called pins, and we're a batch of pricks, and a pin prick, a pin prick is a thing, so it's a play on words. It works great, you know. Oh, that's, that's pins, a, okay, yeah. Yeah, you get it. So the bowling pins, but pin pricks, and we're <laughs> pricks. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> So I thought that'd be fucking hilarious. And then like I can already picture it on the back of the of the shirt. It's like a fanned out uh, like a like fucking four or five bowling pins with everyone's face on the top of them. Watch, watch another bridge. team. Watch another team name, like, name themselves the needles. Pins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm thinking. Um, thinking i might take my camera down because i got a new camera dude i haven't showed you this yet have i <laughs> this came from school oh you can't see it sucker oh yeah nice camera yeah yeah it's a uh, uh, rebel eos canon eos rebel sl3 there are people but, making professional level movies with cameras like that now. Yeah, no, I, I'm in my first videography class, and so it's like we're learning how to like shoot actual shots, you know, like fucking deep focus shots and and shallow focus shots, and uh, learning about the 180 degree rule, like in filming, you know, and things like that. And so I, I like tomorrow, Derek and I are gonna go out. I got I got I got like eight different shots. I gotta try to shoot. Um, for class, and I got edited them in Pro Tool. I got uh, or Premiere Pro. I got my access to Premiere Pro now, so I'm gonna try to learn how to do Premiere Pro. Maybe pretty soon I'm gonna switch over and start doing all our videos in Premiere Pro. Who knows? Yeah, I used that program for a while. Yeah, uh, I, I didn't find it. Well, I didn't care for the user interface. Like I had to really struggle to find out how to do certain things. Sometimes I even had to go online and go to help forums. So that that's one thing I didn't like about it. But uh, but it has a lot of really cool features. Like for well, it, I mean it it is uh, um it is fucking industry grade software. It's, it's it is what true, they used. Yeah. It is what they use to edit like movies and shit. So um, it's probably just I like wrong below Final Cut Pro. It's like it's like right underneath that. Yeah, I, I imagine it's it's gonna be relatively difficult to uh, 
you no, know? Yeah. yeah, it's figure it's out or whatever. Basic, but it's arcane. But you know, if, I guess if you play with it, you eventually get used to it and figure it well, out. And I do play with it, so don't worry about that. <laughs> so at the bowling league, uh, do you use <laughs> fucking puns are going to abound in a moment? Right. Use the big balls or the small balls. Do you, do you use like the big balls? Uh, you know? uh, well, I think I I'm comfortable with like a 13 or 14 pound ball. Is right around maybe 12, like somewhere in that range, you know. Um, like we were we were feeling balls the other day, and so <laughs> I I think that's about where I roll I want to roll at is like right around 14, probably 13, somewhere around there, maybe a 15. If I'm feeling strong, you know. Um, yeah, how much do big ones weigh? Uh, I don't know what they go up to, but I'd imagine they go up to damn near like 20 pounds, you know. Uh, yeah, I guess you, yeah, you'd have to be pretty strong to do that. Yeah, for sure. Like my buddy Derek, I think he rolls a 15 or a 16, and he's he's big dude. Um, how big... Do bowling balls get? Uh, yes, general rule. Uh, uh, maximum, maximum of sixteen pounds. Okay. Sixteen. No, that's from six big. to sixteen. Like, do you have the option why. if you wanted to to use a smaller ball, or does everyone use the same Oosh. weight? No, no, yeah, you can use any size ball you want, and, and I mean, because the weight of the ball doesn't really matter you just the size of the finger holes you know the size of the finger holes are what matter you know how how well can you stick your fingers in there <laughs> and uh <laughs> <laughs> fucking grow up you guys <laughs> and put on these shoes that you would never wear in any other context they're like yeah, right <laughs> they're dorky as pair of shoes you know what i'm saying uh but they slide yeah they, anyway, so I'm, I'm, I'm trying to debate on like um if I'm going to play with the house ball or not, like I was looking at, I was in their, their little store there and they got really, some really nice balls and, uh, <laughs> you can get a, a, a brand new one drilled to fit you custom, um, for like 200 bucks in there. And I'm trying to think, I mean, I'm trying to think if, if I can pull off getting that much money from somebody, <laughs> To uh, buy me my own ball so I can play with my, roll with my own ball on there. Otherwise, I mean, I'll probably just, I mean, I'm just gonna use the house balls, I guess, you know. But like, like no one, no one, you you don't roll league with house balls. You don't. Dude. You <laughs> use your private own. And it's like I mean, everyone's got their own bowling balls. Everyone does. Like the whole house has got their own bowling balls. Everyone in this house. Derek, his wife, <laughs> uh, um, three of their kids, their. You know, they're three kids. It's interesting. Uh, and then uh, the other roommate, dude, Bobo, and his dad, John, they've all got their own bowling balls. They all bowl. They're all part of various leagues. The kids are part of the school teams. The schools have teams. Schools have bowling yeah. teams. Fuck. Yeah, and uh, they actually have jerseys and uniforms and shit. You I know what's a cool about kids, it? You know what's cool about it is that non-athletes actually have a chance of, like, Finding success in the sport. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'll tell you right now, dude. Uh, there was everyone out there, man. Boys, girls, uh, skinny, heavy, like short, tall, like uh, everyone was uh, was out there. You know, black, white, 
Mexican. They they were all out there, man. Everyone's bowling. Some are better than others. Some, you know, blah blah blah. But yeah, I mean, everyone was out there competing and had a chance, man. And it's it's really yeah, bowling's cool like that. Um, kind of like pool. I like pool. I like to shoot pool yeah. a lot too. I mean, because that's another game with just a little bit of practice. Anyone can really do it, you know. Um, maybe not exceptionally well, but I mean, anyone can play. And and that's that's yeah, I like games like that, you know. What's your highest I score? Everyone des- I don't think everyone deserves a trophy. I think T-ball kind of ruined America. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, uh, but I do think everyone should be allowed to play. You know, I, I will say that. What is your highest score in bowling? My highest my highest score ever was a 182, but I probably bowl on average around a 120, um, sometimes lower. Probably around a 120, 130 is probably what like I'm normally at. Um, but I haven't bowled in like a long time and I've only bowled, you know, Hey, let's go bowling. And we go bowling for one afternoon and bowl some games and stuff. You know, like I've never done a league. I've never been on a team. I've never done any of that stuff. And so I'm really excited for that. That's going to be really fun. I saw this uh, video on YouTube. It was shot in the fifties and, and they showed like this professional bowler, he was so fucking good. He was throwing strikes like without even looking, like right over his shoulder, and it went and knocked all the pins down. It was unbelievable. And they no trick photography. It was just one angle they shot it from. It's unbelievable. Really? See, that, yeah. He was throwing it over his shoulder? Yeah, just just a guy who just you know bowled three hundred games and you know was scoring three hundred each time and he was like the Michael Jordan of bowling, I guess, you know. Hey, uh, my buddy who I live with, Derek, his his 14-year-old son uh, bowled a 300 the other day. Really? Wow. Uh, well, okay. Uh, it was in this thing called Nine Tap, where basically, if it, the way that it's it's a little different league, you know, um, where if it's the first, you know, in bowling you get two rolls each frame. If on the first roll you knock down nine, it counts as a strike. And they just get it and move on. Mm. And the kid had two frames that were like that, but the rest of them were straight up strikes. So realistically, he had what, like maybe like a 270 or something. But uh, but but still, like in the nine tap game, it was it counted as those two nines counted as strikes. <coughs> so he rolled a 300 in nine tap. <coughs> And, uh, I mean, that's crazy. I remember, uh, the first game that that kid ever bowled in front of me, he fucking bowled a, a 219. I was just like, Jesus, dude. Kids are badass. He's only 14. <laughs> He's badass, dude. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, dude, I'm kinda, I can't wait, dude. It's going to be fun. Um, I don't know how, like, if our team's going to be, like, really that good. Like, Derek's like me. He, he – he can bowl like around a 120, 140. He's hitting at a 180. Uh, but like the other day, he 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 bowled an 80 and then like a 97. <laughs> you know, so it's like, which I'm full. I know I'm probably gonna roll a couple of those myself. But Jim Gaffigan did a really funny bit about bowling. Did you ever hear it? Um, I don't know. Well, well, he at one point he got into the so. subject of conferring. You know, sports status on bowling, the whole, you know, the concept of that's kind of a dubious proposition. He said at one point, 
you're probably not much of an athlete if the equipment has an ashtray built into it. <laughs> Back when you could smoke indoors, smoke in yeah, here, they, you know. Because they all had they all had ashtrays right there on the ends of them. Yeah. Yeah. All other sports, they're all about you know keep the performance enhancing drugs out here. But these guys are are taking in performance, uh, you know, taking drugs that undermine their performance. Yeah. Dehancing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you can bowl, drink and bowl, right? Well, sure you can. Everyone, you know, uh, everyone drinks beer with a bowl. Well, I mean, like really drunk, like, you know, like just. No, I mean, I imagine. I mean, not very well, at least. Unless you're like, uh, 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 you know, like like the drunken master or something. Yeah, maybe. You know, you know that they know that that drunken boxing. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe if you're one of those guys. <laughs> Did you ever see uh, Kingpin? Oh, the bowling movie Kingpin. Fuck yeah, yeah Woody Harrelson. Uh, Randy Quaid. <laughs> oh, that scene where he's, he's like, he gets into a fight with a girl, he starts punching her tits, boing boing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that movie was, was great, dude. The Randy like Quaid character movie. got on like the the urinal to take a dump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you never seen one of those, or fucking like. <laughs> He's sitting there, been trying to tell him, oh, I bowled like a 280, a 280 and shit. And then they get out there and bowl. He, he rolls like a fucking like 160 or something. And the guy's like, what are you talking about? He goes, well, you and your stupid 10 frames, we do everything one and a half times more than you guys. So we bowl 15 frames. <laughs> like <laughs> you say that the Amish, they work one and a half yeah. times harder than people that aren't Amish. So they do everything one and a half times and fucking... Was it that movie where um, there was kind of like a kind of um, ice capade style show about the Jeffersons? <laughs> was that in that movie? I can't remember. I don't remember. I don't know if I remember that either. It was um, the guys who made uh, Dumb and Dumber. They're brothers. I'm trying to remember what their names were. But um, oh, the Cohen brothers. Not the Coens. Um, Fuck. The Coens didn't do Dumb and Dumber? No, they didn't, did they? No, who did? Alexa, who made the Dumb and Dumber movie? Dumb and Dumber was directed by... Fairly. The Fairly Brothers, yeah, that's right. And actually, one of them directed an episode or two of Trailer Park Boys. I noticed that. Really? Yeah, I think it's... It might be in, the, it might be in the like season 12 or something like that. It's much later on. Huh. Um, Bruce um, can't really, uh, Bruce McCullough of the Kids in the Hall he directed an episode yeah that one I knew yeah so yeah there were yeah, celebrities I liked that show I used, I used to watch I used to watch oh, the yeah. shit out of the Kids in the Hall I have all the DVDs I'm a fan you know they I mean people might say that they're mocking or making fun fun of but i know that the that one one of them uh actually is gay yeah uh but it's like 
they used to play gay and they used to do the cross-dressing transgender thing and all that shit all the time. And you know what? I don't remember anyone who even batted an eye about it or thought different about it. It's just like now all nowadays when they just the way they're shoving all this craziness down your throats about th- about things like that and how men c- can be girls and all it's just it's it's put a very sour taste on their mouth behind the yeah. whole fucking thing you know what it i'm would saying get canceled now though because there's this one yeah. scene where, oh yeah there's this scene where the gay guy he plays a, a black guy and they put brown makeup on him and everything yeah nowadays they'd be taken right off the air man yeah you know yeah it's it, you you can't do blackface Unless you're uh, Jimmy Kimmel, <laughs> he gets away with it. Yeah, he gets away with it. You remember he was, he did Charles Barkley. I, I got to see that. Sometime. Yeah, yeah, he did Charles Barkley, and he's wearing shorts and a tank top, so he's got full on like black arms and black legs and everything. Yeah. Robert Downey Jr. was so brilliant in uh, in Tropic Thunder as Osiris. They put yeah. they brown makeup on him and he like talked like a black guy. And he got away with it, too. Yeah, he got away with it, too. And I think the reason he might have got away with it is because he played a white guy playing a black guy. He didn't play a black oh, guy. I see. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, he actually was a white guy who had surgery to make himself, like, reverse Michael Jackson stuff to make himself. And so, like, his character was initially white already. You know what I'm saying? And so I'm like, thinking you know, people yeah. kind of kind of overlooked it for that i don't know maybe i'm just maybe that's what that's just yeah. that's just what i've always thought you know because he wasn't just playing a black guy you know but it's funny you know because then uh uh no one gets mad at the wayans brothers for doing white chicks you know yeah, how, yeah. How, how is that not white face you know and, I, and <clears throat> I actually own that movie believe it or not i like yeah, I've seen, i mean i've seen it a bunch of times i mean it's bullshit that that uh when they were in the, you know, the white girl getups, they didn't actually look like the real girls, but still, you know, I'm, no, I accept no. them on its own terms, but yeah, they do. No, I know that. No, if, if they walked up, I'd have been like, who are you dudes? <laughs> and meanwhile, all these people are like, Oh my God, where have you been? You know, I know. Right. <laughs> I can't. Uh, you know, but it's like, uh, uh, I mean, with all due respect to people, but like, how how is how is dressing up like a girl and pretending to be a girl not like the equivalent of like like the chick version of of blackface that's like chick face that's like woman face it's it's a man portraying what he believes a woman is you know what i'm saying like uh like that one dude dylan who's doing all the um uh day 46 of being a girl and uh you know day day 52 of being a girl and he talks to his tiktok or whatever because he's a girl now and but he's you know he's really a boy and it's just like dylan you're doing like woman face dude like that's that's so that's sexist like you i don't know maybe i don't know maybe i see things a little different does that make sense around that's been around for a long long time like centuries yeah yeah i mean like in shakespeare's time women did not act so they would get men to play female roles well they also weren't out of, they weren't allowed out of, the, out of the back of the house you know what i'm saying yeah well that, that's that. why you know that's why uh but but you're right i mean men men played all the roles back then because but men were the only ones who did anything back then 
and then now you know women do things too and so they get to play women they also get to play peter pan apparently yeah yeah i guess so yeah yeah well i guess in like most uh i mean in in high school we had a boy play peter pan and then in the movies the boy always plays peter pan but i guess in like big broadway productions and shit they usually have a girl play peter pan because peter's supposed to look young and forever young and all that and women you know are a little more feminine and dainty looking so and i guess peter i think peter pan's supposed to be actually supposed to be like a 14 or 15 year old boy well you know so they get so they get like a 19 year old 20 year old girl and she looks like a 14 year old boy (laughs) oh man i don't know (laughs) do you want to go into uh season one episode five now yeah dude yeah we haven't really got into it so it's uh what is it season one episode five uh i'm not gay i love i'm not gay i love lucy wait maybe i am gay (laughs) he he tells him he's gay he's like oh my god (laughs) believes it oh that shit's so funny so it opens up with uh what julian sitting on the porch and uh he's talking about how ricky's finally trying to get his life back together he's like oh it's crazy ricky's getting his life back together and then he didn't even get oh yeah, he's getting his life back or he's getting his shit together. He didn't even get drunk last night, so he could take his family on a picnic and not be hung over. That's how he's getting his shit together. And, and then, then they pull up. Yeah, go ahead. The radiator blew out or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they pulled blew up out. and fucking he, he wanted to borrow the uh, the little barbecue thing, like the little gas barbecue grill, and ten bucks for smokes. And while he was sitting there, the radiator bust. And then Lucy gets out and she's flipping out and he's like, well, I mean, you know, the car was running while you were inside doing your hair. Like, I didn't know it was going to take so long. And she's like, oh, wait, now it's my fault. I ruined family day. (laughs) I would have been like. Lady and Randy show up and and then it just becomes pandemonium. Oh, craziness. Everyone's fighting. I love how Uh, toward the end of that scene, he goes up to Trinity and says, sorry, everything went. When you know, bash it or whatever, and then he goes, yeah. uh, Daddy's just really out stressed out because I didn't get drunk last night. <laughs> I was just really stressed out because I didn't get drunk last night. <laughs> what a great thing to explain! What a great thing to say to your child. Eh? Yeah, uh, I could, re- be- I could relate though. <laughs> My behavior's just out of control and dysfunctional because I didn't get to get uh, drunk last night. If I'm not normal unless I get drunk, which is actually pretty much true of him whenever he's like not smoking weed or drinking alcohol he does seem to kind of go crazy so definitely definitely and i would say definitely (laughs) like okay in the earlier seasons ricky definitely drinks all the time but in the later seasons he doesn't drink all the time you know what i'm saying drinks more weed i think i mean he smokes more weed well maybe he probably drinks it too because that's a big well the five hour d energy (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but anyway so that scene ends with what ricky and ray going down to ray's trailer to get drunk lucy goes home to get drunk and then jillian's on his couch drinking (laughs) and he's gonna listen to his answering machine and it's lucy talking about oh so me and ricky are done and you you i'm gonna straight up say this is one of those episodes that made me go see 
This is why I hate this bitch. I can't stand Lucy. And it's it's such a Ricky and Lucy love story episode. It drives me crazy, dude. I'm just like, oh, I hate this bitch. But anyway, I'm not a fan of Lucy, America. But then again, you know, we all know that. Uh, and by America, I mean the whole world. <laughs> I've never heard anybody say she was their favorite character. I don't think she's that popular. No, no. And she's definitely my least favorite. Like Ricky is definitely I, more popular than Lucy. Oh, for sure, dude. For yeah. sure. Ricky's probably my I mean it's hard not to say Bubbles is my second. It's really hard not to, but it's probably yeah. Ricky. Bub with Bubbles a very close third. That would be a very difficult decision for me to make between Ricky and Bubbles. Because they're both yeah. characters in their own right, but I'm not Yeah, sure. yeah. My my number one is definitely Leahy. Well, I mean, we all know that. Yeah. I mean, fuck, you know, it's even my it's it's my made up last name. <laughs> Scoop Dad Leahy. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, anyway, fucking um I think J Rock might be my number J- one. Yeah, J Rock J Rock was a great character, dude. <laughs> And you know what? I was thinking about what you said a while back, and I think you're totally right, dude. Uh, J-Rock did probably sense that um, something was changing in the air with like like I don't I don't see him being able to get away with playing a white black guy uh, yeah, yeah. right now. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. even even towards the end there when when they had McFlurry. um and 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 he was making all the white bread jokes and all that stuff about how white casper you know uh they were i think they were trying to get away from that already there you know what i'm saying which is not very cool because here's the thing you guys Racism goes every direction, and you can't whine about it one way and then be cool with it another way. Like, all those jokes were racist jokes, and it shouldn't be funny. I mean, sure, I mean, it was funny, but see, I think racist jokes are funny. Like, it's funny. Like, everything's funny, dude. Things are just – America, world, you should laugh a little bit more and quit being so fucking serious. But it's like you can't say – like, because if someone – if some white kid was saying the same jokes in reverse – to a black, it would oh, it would be, be Dateline, NBC, fucking 2020, 48 hours bullshit, you know. Every on the covers, every magazine, you can bet oh, white kid said yeah. this, but you know. So I mean, it's like yeah, we're the most hated race. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're the only race that can't do anything. It, we're hated so much that nobody faces consequences for hating on us. That's how much we're hated. No. No, exactly. You know, you're the, we're the only ones that they could openly uh, uh, talk shit about and get away with it. And Lord forbid you're a fat white guy, because oh yeah, yeah. Because because being a fat guy is not like being a fat girl. You know, if they get to get up here and talk about all that body positivity bullshit and all that garbage, you know, which with all due respect, no, I'm sorry. I'm heavy too, and guess what? No, it's not really good for us, you know. Like blah blah blah. Uh, but it, but if you or I or Big Kevin, big old Kevin with the fucking boiler out to here, if he got up there and started talking about sexy at all sizes and showing off his gut, that 
No one would listen. They would all tell him to shut his fat fucking ass up, you know? And that's the difference between men and women. Fat women can get up on there and do that, and everyone goes, yes, queen, yes, sister, you're gorgeous, you know? But if a fucking, if you got up here fucking half-naked shaking your belly around, Morgan, they'd say, put your shirt on, fatty, you know? like. And so, so, Lord forbid you're a fat white guy, and Lord forbid... You're straight, too. I mean, at least if you're a fat, white, gay guy, then you're kind of cool now in America. Like, they like you a little bit. But if you're straight, oh, dude, you might as well be. You're like you're like Hitler and Satan and fucking, like, Jeffrey Dahmer rolled into one. If you know why? White guy. You know why I think that uh, Chris Farley destroyed himself with drugs and alcohol? It's because to, in, he, he wanted to be loved by Steve. He didn't want to be a part of this America. <laughs> Yeah, well, he agreed to be in these sketches, like the Chippendales one, and basically they're making fun of him because of the way he looks, and mm. that went on for years. So there were people who knew him who said that fucked him up. Like that's why he was getting drunk and getting high. He couldn't he, well, he humiliated himself, you know. You ever hear Ralphie May talk about when he tried to uh, get? You know who Ralphie May was, right? Yeah, didn't he? Okay. He, was, he won last comic standing, but technically no, speaking, no. But they wouldn't let him be the first prize winner yeah no he was he was hands down funny the funniest one there uh but they they gave it to the asian dude dat fan and dat fan wasn't that funny but like i swear it was a uh, uh uh like a racial pr stunt they wanted to give it to a minority you know what i'm saying well ralph um, he actually said that a producer told him it was because of his weight like they did oh yeah that yeah that's true i heard that too. size to to emerge and be the star they didn't want yeah well, he also he does a joke where or, you know he talks about it where he he's like I tried out for a movie, and I was gonna play the fat guy, like he goes like that's what it would have said in the credits the fat guy, and and afterwards they told me Ralphie you're great you're perfect you're you're perfect for the role, but can you can you can you lose about forty pounds, and he looks down and goes how about that motherfuckers ain't that some shit I'm too fat to play the fat guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the thing. Like when you I was know, young, I was, like, actor, yeah, I was right, an actor. Right. I was an actor for a few years, and uh, I'm glad uh, I quit now because. Porto, I, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. That paid the bills. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think if I had maybe succeeded in acting, it would have been just those roles. Like, there's a fucking car chase. I'm in the back with a goddamn hot dog in my hand. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always you can't just be there and be incidentally fat. They have to justify your presence. So that's what most of us When I get done with school here, we're going to make a movie, and, and you're going to be the detective, bro. All right? Detective, eh? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, some sort of, like, space detective. Oh, cool. You know, it's it'll, be like, it'll, be like, it'll be like Dick Tracy in Star Wars had a fucking love child. <laughs> I've had this movie idea in my head for years and I, I may have to write it down because it just won't go away but it's about a guy who wants he's a professional farter and they're a farting contest <laughs> his goals in life are to, to win that contest and to fart on Howard Stern show and uh, I have <laughs> his opponent is this guy from India who's also a champion <laughs> he's Oh, dude, hey, those, hey, that's a lot of curry right there, bro. He's going to lose that Indian guy. I'm telling you right it's now. It's a secret weapon to smell. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, I'd watch that movie. 
Well, who, do, who doesn't it's, love it's, the it's, cars? It's, you know? hey, it, no, it's going to be kind of like uh, <laughs> the quest with Jean-Claude Van Damme, but farting. <laughs> Blood sport. He's a bowler in his part. He's a bowler in his part. In his part, his uh, free time. So he's, he's totally total working class guy. <laughs> there's a scene right? where it's going to be set in the '80s, and the reason is that there's a scene where a landline is very important. Because they were the best. Yeah. They were the best, dude. <laughs> what happens is he he walks up and he's drinking a beer, and the phone rings. He picks up. He just burps. This is this hello. <laughs> That's the kind of guy he is. So okay. it's a real intellectual movie. Yeah. <laughs> he, com- <laughs> <laughs> he completely lacks refinement and has no refinement at all. He's oh, just- oh my god. Hey, I want everyone to comment below if you would watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's great, dude. That's great. Uh, I'd watch it. Oh, I'd cool. watch it. Right. Definitely. I think, it would, I think it would do. I think it would do well. You know, <laughs> the critics <laughs> will hate it. The critics will have a field day. Well, shit on that's it. how you. That's how you know it's a good movie, though. <laughs> yeah, quite. It's often. like, you know, you, you look at the Rotten Tomato scores and whatever. If, as long as the critics say it's shit. The people seem to love it, and if the critics say it's good, the people seem to hate it. Have you noticed that? <laughs> and that's just because the critics are paid to uh, try to sway the public. They're not there to um, actually give their opinion of the movie. That they're literally there just to try to sway the public into thinking one way or another. Well, the one hundred. But unfortunately, it never works. The one hundred percent fresh scores is uh, probably more often than not given to movies that most people don't want to see. They'd be bored watching yeah. movies, yeah. art house movies, you know. Well, it's like when Netflix came out with that movie Cuties or whatever. Do you remember that one? Where uh, no, good, don't you shouldn't. Um, uh, I, I, you know, I didn't want to watch it. I, I, I actually debated canceling my Netflix behind it because everyone was like canceling Netflix. But like I was explaining to Jason the other day on our show, I don't believe in cancel culture, one way or the other. Yeah, Netflix okay. has Netflix has certain things that I do enjoy watching. So, uh, like, I just went to that movie and I went over and I gave it a thumbs down without ever watching it. So it, it got a, a negative review without getting a view. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, but anyway, it was it was dude. It was this movie where like it was basically a bunch of tweens, a bunch of like 11 year old girls in like a twerking competition, and they're like basically just shaking their asses for a room full of grown men. Oh, I and it's, it, dude. That yeah, was it was horrible. Commercial, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, dude, yeah, dude. I, I watched the trailer for it, and it was just, it was, it was disgusting, dude. These are, they're, they're little girls. They're like eleven, dude. I mean, that's borderline like child even, pornography, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, they hadn't even started puberty yet. Like they were, they were little, and fucking. But anyway, um, the fucking scores. The the critics gave it like a ninety-eight, while the public gave it like a two. Why would the critics yeah. give such a high rating? Because because they're trying to they're trying to push it for Netflix. Well, they're trying to push that stuff. That's why they're trying to all this sex talk in the schools. Yeah, they're trying to sexualize children. I'll bet there are know? film critics who are taking bribes and shit to give certain yeah. good reviews to certain movies. I'm sure that happens. I don't it's, I don't think we've quite accepted as a society just how many sickos out there are actually into children. You oh know? yeah, there's well, a lot. 
There's a well, lot. Most and of those crimes don't get reported. And, exactly. Uh, it, and I mean, go on to any Megan's Law and just look around and you'll see how many. And those are the ones that were just caught, you know, and it's like. Yeah, no, they're, they're trying to sexualize children. That's why they want to talk about it in fucking first grade. They, they want to talk about uh, sex. Well, pedophiles, pedophiles are like vermin in that, like a cockroach or a rat. Say, like, for every one that you see, there's like a thousand you don't or something like that. So that's, that's the tip of the iceberg. It. And they, they're very wouldn't sophisticated with computers and the internet. They know how to distribute and buy and sell child porn without getting caught in the police and the FBI, they struggle with when they get in there. I knew a guy who got busted for it. Blew my mind. You wouldn't even have known, man. Yeah. Shit. For child porn, he had a bunch of child porn. I didn't even know. Fucking, you know, I sat there, I, I to this day sit there and wonder, you know, because I'd hung out with the guy a few times periodically here and there, too. So it's like, you know, and you'd see him sitting around there fiddling on his phone and doing whatever. And like, I'm sitting there and I, now I wonder, I'm like, I wonder if that dude was ever sitting there looking at kitty porn, like, while I'm in the room, like, hanging out and shit. Like, like, because that fucking really creeps me out, bro, because I'd have fired him up. You know what I'm saying? How much time did he end like, up serving? I don't know. I don't know. He ended up getting arrested, went away, and I haven't heard from him. They uh, for quite a but while. I haven't, I haven't, I also haven't cared to look him up either. Yeah. You know? I just kind of was like, can't well, be friends with all that. I think some people get put away for like seven years or more sometimes for that kind of crime. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah, can hopefully. you imagine, imagine being a cop who has to enter all the images into evidence? Because you can't just take a, like, a passing glance. Like You have to take in every single detail. If there was, right. a, if there was a chair in the background, you got to write that in. You know, did you see I mean, a pencil on a uh, desk? And so they got to look at the every image in minute detail. I mean, that's that's got to fuck you up. You know, uh, uh, cops, I mean, yeah, it's got to. But, I mean, they're kind of probably trained and or used to looking at some really horrendous fucking images, whether it's car crash, murder, death, sex, whatever scenes, you know. That's part of their training. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Now, now, who would it, who would really suck to see shit like that for? Probably is like, if someone fought it and went to trial, it'd be like the jury, because those are just normal people who don't yeah, see yeah. shit like that all the time, you know, and fucking. Well, in the whole uh, Bernardo which, title here, uh, they played right? they played like this the video, which was basically a snuff film, and. Uh, they didn't let anyone see it, but apparently just listening to it was so traumatic that members of the jury needed like counseling and shit. These, these young, these teenage girls being raped and murdered and shit. Yeah. yeah. It's horrible. I wouldn't want to watch. Yeah. I wouldn't want to watch any of that shit. Like, so remember a while back when we did one of our last papas and Jess was in there. She was talking about that um, website documenting reality or whatever. I ended up going on there and she was saying how you can go on there, you can watch certain things, but after after so long you get blocked for a while or whatever. Like and it's it's like it's like really graphic, horrendous shit. Well, I was okay, the curiosity got me for a minute and I clicked on I did go to it and I clicked on this one video. I only got to, I only looked at it for like maybe three seconds, dude, and I had to shut it off. And I was just like, yeah, no, wow. And I, I got off like I was like, I just I can't I'm just that shit's like it's just not cool. Like I uh but anyway, it was just a uh, girl loses face is what it was called or something like that. And fucking, I don't know what 
some you know third world country you could see the uh the shacks and uh, you know homes around and she's sitting in the middle of the road and people are freaking out and literally like there's just a hole right here where her face was and you can hear noises that are supposed to be a scream coming out from somewhere inside her and as her mom's sitting there i'm assuming it's her mom uh screaming and holding her and fucking she's she's rocking i don't know what she got hit with or what happened because it doesn't show you prior to it just shows her sitting there and it was just like i sat there i mean it might have been a little bit longer than three seconds it was it was only a few seconds and it was just so horrific dude like because you could see like there was just a hole right here like the whole face it was gone it was gone but yeah, there's stuff and, like there's like real murders too, right? And, and you you can see like part of her tongue like hanging right here. Oh wow! You know? Yeah, like like the tongue was still there, but like the hole was gone, dude. Like the whole Fuck face, that. like. And uh, I mean, I imagine that girl had to die. You know, I mean, I don't okay. know. Yeah, I don't I know don't what know. the consequences of that would be. Um, I mean, you can live with like an uh, like an ass an acid burn all over your face. You can live with, um, I guess being burned on your face, but that, that's a different thing altogether. Um, yeah. Like, like exposed flesh. I mean, it, it was more than just exposed flesh. Like, like I, I'm talking, there was a hole, Morgan, like, like the eyes were gone. The, the nose was gone. The cheeks were gone. The bones were gone. Like there was just a hole in her face. Her face was gone. Like there was, you could, you could see inside everything. And, she, like, and there was, it was just gone. She like, was conscious. Was she was alive. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Man, yeah. I think I might just say, kill me now. Yeah. And so like, I'm sitting there going like, what did, I mean, what do they do? Did they take her in and put bandages on it. Did they give her an artificial face? Like, no, I imagine with, with literally a hole into, into her head, this big whole face gone bone and everything just Fucking! I imagine she probably passed. Like she probably died from that. Like. Did it say what the cause was? Did somebody do that? No. No, it just said girl loses uh loses face or something like that. Uh, loses entire face or something like that. And fucking, it, the the video started with her already like that sitting on the ground, and f- fucking. Oh God! What a nightmare! Holy fuck! Yeah, because I mean, she's instantly blind. She can't smell. She can't talk. Cause I mean, I th- I think part of her chin was still there, but like her, I would say at least, I mean, teeth were gone, but at least from the the upper jaw to like up here in the forehead somewhere was just gone. All this gone. Yeah, but I just yeah. asked for a, pen, a piece of paper and a pen so I can write down "kill me." Yeah. yeah yeah right uh fucking kind of like that uh what was that metallica um yeah one yeah yeah one that dude was text morse code kill me no, no limbs uh I th- he probably had a face like that i i saw the i saw the movie and i read the book actually <clears throat> johnny got his gun yeah. really yeah never read the book yeah, I just watched well, just, just, just see the movie. Huh. Well, some parts of the movie are not that great, but the parts where they show him like that, that's mesmerizing. It's really cool, really disturbing image. Yeah. 
especially for a movie that came out in like I don't know 50s or 60s or something. So well, it's still black and white, so it's got to be yeah. 50s. Yeah, that would have been really shocking for people at that time too. Mhm. Oh, definitely. Is there one? I can remember my grandma used to tell me that uh, uh, I can't remember what the actor, which actor it was that did it, but when um, the fucking actor said the first swear word ever in a movie, and it was "damn." Damn. Damn, <laughs> <am> Gladys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, damn, you're yellow. <laughs> Wait, wait, or wasn't it, uh, frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Oh, well, that was the line, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, who, who said that, dude? What, what was that? That was Clark Gable, I think. Was that Clark Gable? Or, yeah. Or, okay, it was either him or Humphrey. I couldn't remember was that. Was that, uh, um, that uh, Gone with the Wind? Gone with the Wind, was that it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. never saw that one. No. no, you never seen that one? No. Did you enjoy it? Did you see it? It was all right. It was better in Technicolor. I yeah. guess you. I guess you. I guess you'd consider it racist now because it depicts slavery. So oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you can't do that in America anymore, or the world anymore. No, I, I guess you can do that in other parts of the world. You just can't do it in America. We're the only ones that can't yeah. do fucking shit. <laughs> yeah. 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 Also, well, like, it used to be it was a, there were these movies like Green Book and Mississippi Burning where like it would depict white people helping black people and protecting them against racism. But then somebody yeah. started calling this the white savior narrative, and they cast aspersions on it. Yeah. That's considered a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, because anything a white person does is bad. It's, it's, yeah, it's yeah. inherently rooted in badness. Even, like, helping, like, save their fucking lives. Like, he's the savior. Yeah, no, you can't do that. You can't well, do that. Well, there were a few people like that, and you can't they, do that. they did a lot of good for... You, know, you know, Lord, Lord, Lord forbid you bring up to people, well, okay, so... Who gave women rights? Who gave black people rights? Who did it? Because before they had them, who were the only people that had them? White guys. So who do you think voted? Who do you think voted to change those rules? Well, how about the only people that could vote, which was white guys? But Ray, forgiveness is dead. Forgiveness is gone. (laughs) You know, it's like white conservatives voted to give black people the right to vote, to give women the right to vote and other rights and things like that's who voted that shit in, you know? People forget this? Oh, no, no, it's not that they forgot. They were never actually taught because they were too busy being taught uh, transgender studies and and CRT. No one teaches actual history. They just teach whiteys the devil. It used to be that an apology actually counted for something like Right. Uh, like when Arnold Schwarzenegger was running for governor of California, uh, people started surfacing with these stories about things he did, which basically he sexually harassed some women and he apologized for it and he got elected and he went on with his life. But uh, nowadays it seems like if someone comes, brings those allegations to light, you're fucked. Your career's over. Your life is over. Well, I mean, it does depend. I mean, maybe they didn't expect because, a better standards. Am, Amber Heard, Amber Heard, sure Shut tried up. to do that to Johnny Depp, but it backfired in her fucking face. Imagine, imagine having the whole fucking world find out you <coughs> shit on a bed 
like on purpose <laughs> as revenge. <laughs> right? Oh, dude, fuck, I I couldn't imagine because you remember she's sitting there talking about how he's schizophrenic and violent tendencies and all this shit, and then and then the psychiatrist gets up and goes, actually, ma'am, it's you that has all those things. Yeah, you took a shit on the bed. That's bonkers, and she, man. And, she, and she's like, "What? Isn't that what you do to people you love when you're breaking up with them? Like you shit in their bed, right? That's just normal, isn't it?" <laughs> Show up hands. Right? <laughs> and what, what, there's one guy in the back, like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it was funny. Uh, we were just uh, debating this on fact, you, and fucking. Um, one of the, the guests was the guest or was it Jason? I don't remember. I think it was Jason. He goes, "Fuck, dude, she's so hot though. I think I would let her shit in my bed." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I sure wouldn't. I don't want nothing near. To do well, I shit. would be picky. That's for sure. I wouldn't let just anybody do it. No, <laughs> nobody said you can't lay down like a like a tarp or garbage bags or something. So, right. Just white. Just, just clean it up. Put some know? put some saran wrap across your chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you, played, video. <laughs> have you ever played that practical joke where you put saran wrap like underneath the, yes. the lid of the toilet? The toilet. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the, what was the outcome? Some, oh, oh, oh p- pissed off. Or pissed on actually. <laughs> pissed on actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did anybody, anybody get the shit all over their ass because of sitting on it or? Actually, that'd be the worst for the women, wouldn't it? Yeah, you sit, yeah, they sit down and pee. And yeah. Just look, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's horrible, dude. That's horrible. You know, another one I used to do when I was younger, little pranks. I used to love to take uh, like cups, and I'd mix them, mix it with like just like some sort of concoction, you know, like soap and like crumbled up graham crackers. A bunch of other shit. Who knows? Whatever. I just mix something just sticky and fucked up. And then, uh, you know, I'd set it up on top of the fucking the door. <laughs> so when someone go into a room and shut the door, <laughs> and it's like, like fucking like 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 uh, remember that canned like fluff and stuff, fucking marshmallow <laughs> fluff. Like mix some of that with like some soap and graham crackers, dude. Oh, dude, it's like. (laughs) Uh, Don't try this at home, kid. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, did you see the movie Major League? Oh, yeah. I love love how, in retrospect, I just remembered there's that scene where this guy, one of the players, comes up to the coach with these conditions for his contract, and the coach is pissed off, so he just. Throws it on the ground with with so Dick just pisses on it like you don't oh, see yeah. pissing but you can hear the audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny shit. Major League was good. <laughs> I don't know how I felt about part two. Also, kind of because they got rid of Wesley Snipes. Oh yeah, Wesley, Wesley Snipes wasn't in it for some reason because he was in the first one. It wasn't the second one. And uh, you got your, uh, you're in good hands. He played Pedro Serrano. You're in good hands with Allstate. <laughs> oh, is that? <laughs> you know, what's his face? So my grandpa, God rest him, used to always call him. Oh, that's you're in good hands. 
I don't know if I brought this up before, but the weird one weird thing about Tom Hanks's acting career, he's been in a lot of movies where he's had to take a piss. Uh, I think one of them was in the airport movie where, yeah, he couldn't get to a bathroom or something. There was the island movie where he's trapped in the island, showing him pissing there. Uh, the Green Mile, uh, when he experienced pure agony whenever he took a piss. He's in a lot of movies where he, he's urinating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if either a he has got a thing about liking to whip it out, or uh, or maybe he's got like an overactive bladder and he's just got to pee a lot. So the directors go, <laughs> "Fuck, it, we're gonna use it," you know. <laughs> <laughs> Which I mean, hey, it happens as we get older. Sometimes, you know. I mean, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> my great grand, my great grandpa, God rest him. He died at 97 uh, when I was like like 19, uh, but I knew him, and like I said, he lived till I was 19, and fucking, uh, we used to hang out, and he uh, he must have been about 94 or so when he told me this, 95, and, uh, uh, you know, because I was just getting close to like, I was getting close to turning 20, so I mean, he, he might have been close to 97, might have been just a little while before he died, but anyway, um, Fucking, he goes, well, you just wait, son, because it, uh, uh, it was something about, I can't remember, it was fucking, something about shitting, and I don't remember how the topic came up, and then he goes, uh, but I always remember what he said, though, it fucking, blew, it fucking made me laugh, I, I still think it was say, he goes, well, son, you just wait, because the older you get, the shit, the more the shit just starts falling out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would imagine, yeah. You know? Fucking, he goes, he goes, at 90s fucking whatever, he goes, it's a fucking miracle. I don't shit myself every time I stand up. Oh, man. <laughs> for a while, though, uh, const- it starts with, actually, with constipation. For a while, you can't shit, and then you can't stop shitting. So maybe that's what it is. There's a sore well, you know. Will you, will you lose uh, the muscle control? Because we're holding th- stuff in there all the time, even when we think, like, if you go take a shit... And you think you're done? There's still stuff up there. You know, you yeah, just yeah. you got out what you had, like it was built up right there. That's all. And so, uh, and it's all muscle control that we even don't realize we're even doing. That's holding it all in. And that's why, like, when you die, when you die, they say you shit yourself. Well, it's because those muscles all relax and all the stuff comes spilling out. Well, same type of thing. As you get older, you can't hold like those muscles. Like they just start. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. everything else, and so pretty soon you just start the shit starts falling out. <laughs> Is it even worth it to be older than eighty five? You know? No, no, no. I'm not so. Yeah, I'm not so sure. Uh, I'm honestly eighty. Like um, seventy nine is probably as old as I think I want to go, because I've known plenty of people old, over eighty, and except for the sl- the few. Like the people who've been on Nordic track for the last 25 years, <laughs> except for maybe them, uh, 80 is not good for anyone. Everyone I've known, they were all still spry in their 70s. But once the 80s hit, they almost become immobile and fucking like useless. That. And I don't want to say useless like they have no purpose. They just they, like they can't do anything for themselves and shit, you know, Start diapers and and all kinds of shit, you know. And uh, so it's like I've seen it with like I've known a lot of old people and I've helped take care of a lot of old people and I've been there for a lot of old people. 
on both sides of my family and extended families. And, uh, like it's eighties, never really good for anyone. So it's like, I don't know if I really want to live to 80 because I know that I don't take the best care of myself. So if I mean, seventies probably won't be that great for me either, you know, (laughs) but, uh, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe by the, maybe by then they'll figure out how to like put our consciousness into like robot bodies. Well, you know what? Uh, Sam Davis Jr. only lived to be 62, but he had some wild years, man. He drank a lot. Oh, yeah. And partied hard. And oh, dude. I don't know if he ever did drugs, but so it, it was dude. 62 years, but 62 good years. You know what I'm saying? My shit. Yeah, my shit's been wild and crazy. I've done all that and then some. Yeah. Yeah, I've made money and I've been homeless. I've been fucking incarcerated. I fucking woo, festivals. I've partied with a few bands. Fucking done all kinds of shit, man. Oh yeah, like big bands. I don't know. Yeah, like uh, the the Black Keys. You party with the Black Keys? I love yeah. They they uh, um. It was the very first ever Bottle Rock, and fucking uh, they were playing there. And then this chick I know, uh, she had a band that she was did on the she played on the, the local stage, which was nothing but local bands. But because she was a band that played, she got to meet several other bands that were there. And the Black Keys, like they were bit famous, but they weren't like super big, you know. And uh, they played on like one of the smaller stages. There were like five stages there. They played on like uh, like the second stage. But anyway, they ended up there was like this big like art gallery tattoo shop little shopping center thing over there that they had a party that's that several bands went well they invited the girls invited me to go over and hang out with them there and they ended up being there and so like you know it's not like i sat around and had fucking an hour-long conversation with her or anything but were we in the same room having drinks and bullshitting yeah you know and partying around and looking at the stuff around the, the shop and whatnot yeah yeah that did happen and fucking uh you know, I mean, a few few little things like, like that happen. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Michael Franti and Spearhead. Uh, I didn't party with him or anything, but I was sitting in the crowd when he was performing at a show, and um, he comes walking like out down in the aisle, down in the middle, and then like he stops and turns and puts his arm around my shoulder as he's as he's freaking singing his song. And then there I am blasted on the big Titan Tron screen with him, like on the screen in the background of the stage as he's doing that. And he's just sitting there and I'm like, yeah, I don't really even know the lyrics to the jam, but I know I've heard it before. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I Limp Biscuit just came out with his new single. I think it's called Dad Vibes or something like that. Have you seen it? No. It's so bizarre. It is just absolutely weird it's it's they're not doing uh metal anymore there's not as much guitar now they're really much more of a hip-hop band but yeah it's a really weird song Hmm. like there's old white old white men dancing and shit (laughs) i might have to check it out i haven't i don't i don't listen to much music anymore like the only things that i really check out is like tom mcdonald Tom McDonald releases something new. I check that out because uh, I, I follow him on YouTube, though. And uh, 
I mean, like I said, I don't really, I wouldn't say I listen to anyone or anything. I mean, unless I've been drinking, and then, uh, and then, and if I have been, like, I listen to the same shit. It's usually like Frank Sinatra, or I mean, it's it's normally like Frank Sinatra. Like that's just my go-to shit. Uh, but that, but like, I might plot Megadeth or Marilyn Manson or like Ailstorm. I love Ailstorm, the heavy metal pirates that sing about fucking rum and stealing booty and shit like that it's fucking they're great uh you know uh oh or the guardians of the galaxy soundtrack dude i fucking oh, get yeah, down it, on that one i get down on that one yeah get liked, down on that one. i've been drinking that was the only thing i liked about the movie was the fucking soundtrack i disagree i uh i disagree i uh, star lord is and chris pratt are easily my favorite character and actor in the entire mcu well, I was uh, I like raccoons, and I was disappointed that the raccoon guy wasn't. They thought he was funny, but he wasn't. I wasn't laughing. The rest of the audience no, was laughing. I liked him. Jokes I totally fell him. flat. I uh, liked him. I thought he was all right. I mean, the stealing the leg thing was kind of silly. The way he was fake, la- you know, laughing about it. Yeah, I didn't think that was funny. But I liked most of the shit. I liked the raccoon dude. But uh, but no, but Peter Quill, um, Star Lord and uh chris pratt uh are my favorite character and actor in the whole mcu i learned today a little bit of trivia about a movie that has come up here uh quite a few times big trouble in little china rowdy roddy piper wrote the line i came here to kick ass to pick chew bubblegum and kick ass and i'm all out of bubblegum he wrote that because as a wrestler he had all these these lines that he wrote for himself, uh, the monologues, and he wrote that for wrestling. That was in They Live, though. Only They Live, that's right, yeah. Yeah. I guess, I think all the wrestlers do a certain amount of writing. Like Hulk Hogan used to write the Oh, yeah. yeah. They used to, uh, they ad-lib that shit all the time, you know? They fucking... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you've been doing it for fucking 7, 10, 15 years, you know, you... You know what type of shit to, to spit out. Like, you know, like, like, look, we don't figure out what the fuck we're going to say, but we rarely lose conversation. We keep it going pretty steadily, you know? We watch, so, we watch men in weird costumes threatening each other. <laughs> no, you watch weird men in tights threaten each other. Oh, yeah, tights, yeah. Well, The Undertaker, that's that was a bit much, wasn't it? Yeah. Her, you know? It's like, uh, kind of like fucking... The like the Merry Men, Robin Hood, in the fucking Sherwood Forest, the sheriff, like in that, like <laughs> them, like a bunch of men in fucking leotards out there. I'm gonna get you, cut you down. <laughs> yeah, it's like this comedian once did a bit. He was talking about uh, wrestling in high school, which is very different. More like that's more like Olympic style wrestling. But he said the first match we had, I showed up wearing a cape because he thought it was gonna be that guy. <laughs> I could never, I, never peeps, did, I never did wrestling in high school. I couldn't do it. I I just couldn't s- strap on the spandex and roll around on the floor with another guy. Like I just couldn't do it. That would be I'd, like I'd, I'd wrestle the girls, but they wouldn't let me. You know. <laughs> well, also a lot of those guys, even though the wrestling matches are choreographed, a lot of them are seriously injured. Like Hulk Hogan oh, no. had like eight back surgeries, I think. Yeah, no, the injuries are real for the most, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I mean, some of the, like, the superficial stuff where they're okay, that's staged and fake, you know, but the ones where you see him fucking, like, I mean, Owen Hart really died 
in that stunt. You know what I'm saying? Like, shit's it's real. Like, it's a it's a male soap opera. At least it was. You know, like I mean, it, yes, it's designed for anyone and everybody who can like those girls and all that stuff. But it was like that's what it was. You know, like the girls were watching Days of Our Lives. The boys were watching WWF. You know, back in the day. Uh, but like. Yeah, like they, you, you really that shit really hurts, dude. Like, whether the ta- whether the tables break away or not, go jump off a fucking turnbuckle, fly fifteen uh, yeah. feet through the air, do a flip and land on your back on a breakaway table, and tell me it doesn't hurt, dude. Like, fuck you, That's it's still really gonna hurt. hurt, you know? Like <laughs> those mats on the floor around the ring, I don't think they really shield you that much from injury. No. No, no, no. They're uh, they're just a little more padded than a wrestling mat. And, I mean, go jump off the top of the bleachers and land on your back on a wrestling mat and tell me how it feels. It, it would have to be much different. It would have to be fake if you, you like, throw a guy against the ropes and he, and he doesn't stop running. He goes back and he goes back again. You, he really can't stop himself. <laughs> uh, those well, are, I think... It, yeah. I think he's trying to change the momentum and like he's gonna use it as a speed <laughs> to get you. I'm gonna get you now. <laughs> yeah, maybe like possum except running. Uh, uh, <laughs> how about how about uh, how about the times when like they'd be chasing each other, bouncing, bing, bing. bing. <laughs> uh, you know it was intense, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. He was intense. He was brutal. Ah, he was. Uh, you know who was the best ever? Mr. Perfect. He was perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Perfect. <laughs> I love how the million dollar man's talking tough, but then he gets a bodyguard. That, that was kind of a strange call. Yeah. Virgil. Yeah. Who turned against yeah. him, actually. I, I saw, uh, yeah, I saw it live when, when he fought Million Dollar Man. I went to the cow palace. I was probably like 11. I went with uh, my uncle Wade and I think my uncle Joe. I can't remember who else came. Somebody else came. And we went there and it was old school. Fucking Tatanka was there. The, the Indian Tatanka. guy. Tatanka yeah, yeah. was there. Uh, uh, I, I want to say the Bushwhackers were there. Um, Legion of Doom was there. Million Dollar Man fought Virgil when Virgil turned on him. He, oh, you that's know. awesome. And but see, I don't know if I would consider it really a turn on him. Like Virgil kind of just got tired of Million Dollar Man's shit, dude. <laughs> and I remember that. You know, uh, fucking Hogan was there. Macho Man was there. I remember. I think it was like a SummerSlam or something. And I was probably around ten or eleven. That shit was cool, man. The shit was way cool. Well, what was it? The 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 um, I can't remember what they called themselves, but the the like the earthquake and tsunami guy. Remember them? I don't remember. Really big, really big fat dudes. And uh, at that point, yeah. Yeah, I think they were there. Fuck, that's a long time ago. Oh well. Um. Yeah, before Stone Cold. But which uh, people tend to forget that Macho Man or a Million Dollar Man is the one who actually brought Stone Cold in. Well, he didn't really bring him in, you know, because Stone Cold was in WCW before that, stunning Steve Austin. Uh, but when he joined WWF, 
uh, Million Dollar Man was the one who introduced him, and Stone Cold's first name was anyone in the back? You in the back? Do you remember? No, uh, the Ringmaster, and he was the Million Dollar Champion. Remember that? And he had that diamond-shaped belt. He's the, he's the yeah. only character, the only the only character in history to make a debut with a belt. Actually, you know what? Uh, in the eight, the Andre the Giant documentary, the HBO one, they revealed that. When it came to wrestlers that Andre the Giant hated, he didn't. They didn't write the scene, so he would improvise everything, and he kicked their asses for real. So he wrestled for real for the most part. Yeah, yeah, Andre. Yeah, he he didn't like uh, he didn't like loud mouths. Yeah, Macho Man, Iron Sheik, <laughs> those guys. Yeah, Big John Stud. <laughs> Because he was the second tallest guy in the WWF, but uh, he, he would climb over the top rope when he got in the ring, and Andre the Giant had been doing that, so he was really pissed off about, you know, yeah, having yeah. him. John Studd. Yeah. yeah he, he took that as a, a big sign of disrespect when he did that, because that was Andre's thing for sure. Yeah, he did. It's funny, because uh, yeah. they made most of the wrestlers look average height, but actually, I think Hulk Hogan is like six foot five or something. So a lot of those guys are actually giants, but Andre the Giant made them look like average Joes, you know. Mm-hmm. No, they're they're tall. They're they're big dudes, you know. Even the short guys are you know, the short guys are normal height, you know. Well, and, there's been a lot of steroids too. I know been a lot of steroid use. In fact, I think there was a trial about it, and Hogan admitted to to using steroids. Of course. Well, but I mean, you know what? If you're in a sport where you're fighting or whether it's real or fake, I've always said I don't really care. That's that's the type of sport where I think you like, you should be able to do whatever you want when it comes to that. And I still get it. It needs to be a neutral playing field. So then, hey, fuck it. Have two categories, you know, doped up and not doped up, you know. But uh, I don't know. I'm just I'm teasing, sort of. My brother and I have debated that all the time. I'm like, man, I don't care if fucking fighters do things to help them fight better. <laughs> they, should take, they should do uh, performance enhancing drugs. You know, take yeah, crap, take, some, take some meth, take some bennies, well, you know. I don't know if I would quite classify most of those as enhancing. <laughs> but wouldn't it be cool I mean, if they were wrestlers they were just crazy something. on these fucking drugs, you know? Uh the ultimate warrior, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's that's some crazy shit. Yeah, that dude was coked out. Didn't you ever okay Go, you need to go on YouTube and look up um, Macho Man and Hulk Hogan on cocaine. And this, it's one of the scenes where they're in the back and they're fucking, they're getting interviewed uh, by like Mean Gene and they're both sitting there spinning around and doing their, you know, with their fingers. Listen here, Mean Gene, and fucking doing circles and oh yeah, brother, and then fucking. Oh yeah, I'm sure they probably they probably did coke right before oh, they wrestled. They did, you know? bro. It was the 80s, man. You did coke before board meetings. <laughs> I actually, I was going to type in coke nostrils into Google Images. I accidentally typed in cock nostrils. <laughs> 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 and that's a thing. There's, there are results. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, that, that no. Morgan's that's lying, everybody. Name. Hold on. Morgan's like, that's a great band name, dude. You should write that down. Uh, <laughs> Morgan's lying. He didn't accidentally write that. His shit autocorrect. <laughs> <laughs> it 
because he's been writing cock nostrils so much. He's been Googling it. It just changed. <laughs> oh, my God. Fuck, dude. Yeah, I, I wanted to put him to coke nostrils. See if, like, there's any pictures of, like, celebrities and other people who, like, weren't aware that there was some powder on their nose, you know? I think I know I've seen one or two of those pictures before. Some guy walking out of a, a room or something. And he didn't realize he had coke on his mind. I think it might have been Charlie Sheen. So no uh, surprise there. Hey, I was once all coked out and we were at the gas station hell late. And I was sitting there talking to the fucking uh, cashier about a job. And I'm standing at the door with the door open. I'm, to- I'm, t- I'm fucking zooted, bro. And I'm totally talking to her. And my buddy's like, dude, get over here, bro. Come here. And I'm like, hold on, dude. Like, I'm just like, fucking chill out, dude. Like, so I'm trying to talk to this chick about a job. And, she's like, and he's like, come here. Finally, I'm like, excuse me. You know, I got to go see what the hell. And so I go walking over to him. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? And he reaches over behind my ear and pulls the straw out from behind my ear. And goes, how would you go talk to her about a job now, you dickhead? And I was just oh, all... I'm sitting there talking to her with the fucking straw behind my ear. <laughs> Did you have any, like, underneath your nostrils or on your lip or anything? I mean, most likely, probably, you know. <laughs> Who knows, dude? Oh, wow. It'd be so great if a politician did that. Uh, oh, fuck yeah, he'd get my vote. Well, they said George W. Bush was coked out for years. I think he still is. Because I think there was a long time where he didn't work or anything. He just lived off his family's money and so he drove sport cars and did coke and stuff and there were no consequences well i mean if i was a billionaire that's probably like all i would do is just drive sports cars and do coke (laughs) well that's oil money right off of strippers asses oh yeah yeah or their chests yeah no specifically their ass like right off a cheek Oh, okay. <laughs> have them bend over and just <laughs> snort your snort your own name. I mean, I guess you could. I guess you could do a, a, a boob too. Just have her prop it up here and just, you know, why not? I guess why not? And that's it. Like they wouldn't have to strip for me. We wouldn't have to have sex. Nothing. I would pay them stripper <laughs> money for their stripper time. But literally, all I want to do is like do coke off your ass. Well, I'm sure that probably happens a lot in strip clubs. <laughs> it must. And with escorts, probably more often with escorts, because you have to have a lot of money to get an escort. So I'm sure they must have cocaine sniffed off them all the dude, time. Dude, we should start an escort business, Morgan. Escort business? Yeah, dude. dude there's, a bunch of, there's, dude there's a bunch of old Bettys out there that need young studs to take them out to dinner and stuff. Well, there are women, uh, there are more, prostitutes in their 40s and 50s. That exists. That's a thing. Morgan, I'm telling you, bro, clean you up, put you in a nice fucking uh, zoot suit or something, pinstripe. You'd be looking looking sharp, buddy. Probably sell the fuck out of you. (laughs) I'll be your pimp, Morgan. Can I be your pimp, dog? I'll pimp your ass out, bro. We'll make some money. Most likely, I would just end up getting men for customers. Don't worry, Morgan. Probably nasty. Hey, hey, don't backtalk, dude. But don't worry, daddy loves you. Yeah, we'll build you up and break you down at the same time. Confuse the fuck out of you. That's how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Daddy I'm loves eighty percent right too, right? <laughs> Daddy does love eighty percent. That's that's a wild gig, man. Pimps, the prostitutes bring in all the money and actually, they control their yeah, lives. Yeah, actually, actually, I think the way that it works is they, the pimps get a hundred percent of the money. Yeah, they and do. They ju- and they just buy the chick whatever she needs when she needs it. Yeah, yeah that's how it works. Um, yeah. Mind you, a lot of it's a human trafficking operation where they the women are very true with death very if they true. don't do it. So. Oh no, no, dude. Uh, um, when I went to the culinary school down in San Francisco, um. There was a lot of them, like, right out there, dude. Like, all around the school, around my fucking dorm room, all that shit. It was right down the city, right right in the middle of it. Right in the middle of um, the Tenderloin, you know? Which, probably only the Mission District is worse than the Tenderloin. Uh, but anyway, fucking... Dude. They'd be out there, the pimps would be out there, and you could see, dude, the hoes would be scattering... Like cockroaches, because the pimps be coming out. They be scream, they screaming at them, fuck, slap them right there in the middle of the street, like all that shit, dude. And it's just like, fuck, bro. Like what? Like that's your job? Is to just like slap bitches? And a lot of them are also drug addicts, and so they they supply them with drugs. And the deal is that they bring in the money from the prostitution. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. that's how you know if you're addicted to something like crack. You will be doing willing to do something like that. Yeah. That's why I always said just don't get addicted. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fucking moderation, man. Everything well, in moderation. I know someone who once was a prostitute who was walking the streets to make money to buy more crack. That was her existence for a while. Wow. That's rough. That's sad, yeah. That's rough, dude. I was watching uh, like real prostitute porn. This guy goes around with a phone and elicits the services of of meth whores and crack whores and it's real. I believe it. These women look oh, like yeah. they're not like beautiful hookers or escorts. They look like women who are fucked up from drugs and sucking dick for twenty bucks or fifty bucks. It's 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 got to be real. This one girl, she. Her body looked like it was the body of like a twenty. See, here's the thing though, where I just, I'm sorry. Go, no, go ahead. You first. You first. I well, she, there's one girl. Her body. She had the body of like a 28 year old, I guess, but her face looked like the face of like a 70 year old because oh, yeah. of something oh, yeah. that fucked her face up. You know, and that's that's the thing. Like, I just, I, I don't get it. You know, like there's the old, the, the old joke that we used to say, like, what's the difference between a tweaker and a homosexual? About a sixteenth, and a sixteenth is a certain amount of drug. So oh, yeah. basically, just meaning that uh, uh, you know you could be spun on meth, and with just a little bit more, you could become gay. Because then you're gonna you'll start okay. you'll start you'll, you'll well yeah or or you'll you'll want some so bad that you'll go fucking jerk some dude off to get some money you know or something. But here's the thing though. I've never understood that, dude, because I've partied and like I have never once in my mind thought like, man, I want some now. I want some more. I think I'm just going to go suck a dick. Like <laughs> shit has never crossed my mind. Well, first and you sell like, all of your shit and spend all your money and then that's another uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people do that. Like uh, I had somebody really close to me, dude. They were selling all their shit. They'd call me up and ask me uh, like 
fucking, hey, what are you, you still using that? Like, <laughs> so like, fucker, you know, still watching that TV, bro? <laughs> hey, are you still using that microphone? <laughs> I'll bet at least 75% of all listings on Facebook Marketplace are people selling shit to oh, buy drugs. For sure. You know? for sure. I would bet. I would bet. Because <laughs> that's uh, a way to make an easy sale, you know? Yeah. Not everyone, but a majority for sure. But see, like, no, I, I never did that either. Like, I could never sell my shit. Um, like, I like my I like stuff too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I have some extra money and I want to do something, no matter what it is, then I would do it. But other than that, like... No, I never sold my shit. I never fucking got all crazy. Like, okay, I, cause I, it goes back to when I was like 19, and I was living in the middle of Corning in California. There's nothing out there. It's the fucking olive country. There's nothing but olive trees in a flat in the valley of Nap or, uh, of California, up I-5, fucking up heading towards Marysville and shit, uh, up by in Tama County. But anyway, um fucking i had no weed for like like a month almost dude and then i found some we found some and this guy uh uh but i didn't really have any money so i was like all right well are you willing to do trade like you know he, he was like i'll be willing to trade what do you got and so i i traded him something i can't remember what it was but then the main piece or, or no it was my nintendo 64 it was a nintendo 64 uh and my Scooby-Doo hookah. I had a Scooby-Doo head four-hosed hookah that, that I got for like 50 bucks. And I had it for some years now at the point. And I, 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 needed the, I just wanted the weed real bad. The dude was, uh, what was it, like a fucking quarter pound or No. Uh, a couple ounces. I don't know if it was quite a quarter pound. A quarter pound is four ounces. I don't know if it was quite that much. But anyway, I think it was two. One for each. Because, I mean... They were only both worth maybe about 50 bucks. But anyway, uh, I made the trade. And to this day, I still feel bad for doing it. Anytime I've ever sold or traded anything that I owned for something, I have always had seller's regret. Like literally every single time. <laughs> really? So, yeah, nice. it doesn't matter. Even even if I get a better deal, I still feel bad for what I lost. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know why. I just... I think it's because I've had a lot of things taken and gone in my life. Like, dude, I used to furnish a three-bedroom house. I've had to re reacquire everything I've owned like multiple times in my life between between being homeless and being locked up. Like, I lose shit all the time, fucking. And then most people in my life tend to go, you know. Like even my son, fucking, he get moved away, you know. That's the, that's. I mean, it did kind of make it capable for me to move too, but still, he's still a couple states away, even from where I'm at now um you know all that shit dude so it's like i don't know maybe that's all part of it you know uh i, I don't like getting rid of things i guess is what i'm saying <laughs> yeah i know what you're saying i'm kind of a pack rat too I yeah. room, my room's filled with books and dvds and cds and shit like that you got cds oh, i still have cds not I mean, none that I, the only one I bought recently was uh, this Butthole Surfers album, Independent. <laughs> it's weird. Some, musician, some musicians don't have all their albums on on Apple Music, and that album's not on there. And yet, that's one of their biggest albums. Really? Yeah, it's weird. Huh. Makes me wonder who owns the rights to the album. Yeah, it might, maybe it was a conflict with the record company or something. Yeah, yeah, for sure. 
Or yeah, I bought that one. Uh, I have I, I have a CD <laughs> that even its creators embarrassed by. I think Garth Brooks put, put out this album, The Life of Chris Gaines. Do you remember that? No. Oh, so he put on he puts on this this like short hair wigs goes down to here grew a soul patch and basically Chris Gaines was a, fict- a fictional rock star and there's one song on the album called uh, Lost in You that I like but otherwise he just he humiliated himself I think he may have just I think it fucked his whole career actually got terrible reviews and it was a huge joke but I like that one song yeah no I don't know that one I didn't listen to much Garth Brooks. That is who you said, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did see him live, though, once. Oh, yeah? Was he, was that good? Yeah. I don't really know. I was too busy sitting in the back flirting with, like, a bunch of, like, fucking cowgirls. Uh, I, w- I was, uh, was I, a fre- I think I was a freshman in high school, and I did ag science, which is agricultural science, instead of lab science. And part, you know, I was in a farmer, like small town community anyway. Um, and uh, I, I really wanted to go do ag science because, you know, all the fucking hick chicks were hot, dude. <laughs> they yeah. were, dude. And so I went out there and uh, which ag science was totally fun. And it, it was it was funny because like I remember we made pillows like we had a, that's where I learned to sew. And like we had to sew pillows. And I can rem- I can to this day remember I was only 14. I can remember like. All the other girls, like it was basically a bunch of girls, some some dudes, there were some like hick dudes in there, you know, there was a good fair share. But, like I was the only one who wasn't like a total like cowboy, you know, uh, I was more of a rocker. And it's like so everyone had like you know horses and like bulls and different things, you know, drawn on their fucking sh- horseshoes and shit like that, ropes like because one of the guys was like a roper, so he like he drew like a rope on. Because we got like fabric uh, paint pens and shit, and we get to design our pillows and you stuff them and made it. And then mine, on the other hand, was like lightning bolts and Metallica, a fucking pot leaf, you know. Like, <laughs> Imagine getting bullied you know, because you're not country. Nah, nah, that didn't happen. I didn't really. I never really got bullied. I always fit in. It was a trip. I was a part of like everything, dude. I did ag science. I was in the band. Fucking, I did drama. Uh, uh, fucking, I was in uh debate class. Uh, I played sports. Oh, you did debate class. Hey, hey, and I, I, yeah, I, I did. Uh, and I um, fucking smoked weed and partied. So like, I literally was <laughs> friends with every crew and club there basically was, dude. Like everyone fucking loved me. And uh, I was the freshman that hung out with the seniors at the senior table. Like, everybody loved me, dude. Yeah, it was fun, dude. That shit was kicking, dude. Um, but, yeah, so, I mean, my whole life. And then I went to seven different high schools. And so, I mean, being new and talking in front of people, that never bothered me. And like I said, I did drama and debate. So I've never had a problem speaking. And, like, you know, I might have to catch my thoughts every once in a while. But that's just because I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> so where do we yeah. leave off? Where do we leave off an episode? Oh, okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We should probably finish burning through. We should burn through that real quick. Fucking. Uh. Let's see here. Where we left off. Oh yeah. Uh. They went. Uh. To their separate trailers to get drunk after the. Op- we just left the opening. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Lucy calls up. Uh, oh yeah. Julian. 
invites him over and like she's and she's totally trying to bang him right there she's like yeah, why are we even talking we're talking about anything you know yeah why are we talking about anything right she told totally him it was right then and there God. and uh a freaking that's where he lies well he, first he's got to go talk to bubbles and bubbles brings up uh play-doh noble lie, yeah. and the noble lie and that's a real thing and i've tried to, i've had that debate with somebody before and they're like no lying's bad just don't lie you know and like i'm like you're right. Lying for a selfish reason is 100% wrong. But if there's something that truly would protect or be better or benefit or or give something to the mass, it's okay to lie. That is called the noble lie. It's lie. It's okay to lie if it's for the if it's truly for the greater good of the people. And uh, and it's it's a very slippery slope but it's it's a it's a, a unique circumstance that actually falls under but anyway so he goes and tells lucy that uh ricky's gonna propose to her and then they go out to fucking uh oh he's gotta get a jo- oh remember because and then he's like oh, i gotta convince ricky that um that to do it so to convince ricky to do it he tells him that he's gay and then ricky that's right. when ricky's like wait maybe i am gay dude and then it's just so funny because like for the next like 10 minutes to the next like five scenes that's all ricky's talking about is being gay and then uh and then he totally switches it around to to the both of them and, and they're like you remember that they're walking up to levi's and you hear you can hear ricky go well either we're both gay or, or we're both not gay like <laughs> yeah maybe maybe we are gay <laughs> and i love that during that that meeting with leon leon goes uh, i'm not an idiot and ricky's like i, I didn't say you're an idiot I know you're not an idiot. And that's when they, uh, Corey and Trevor helped tell the story. Remember Ricky's like, yeah. you know, there's some act, there's some accidents where, you know, you may be, uh, drunk and on yeah, drugs, but anyway. you're going to crap. Yeah, it's going to happen anyway. And they're telling the story about how fucking Ricky fucking flipped a dump truck, a garbage truck, flipped a garbage truck over and like slid it on its roof across the road. <laughs> and also, you know, when they saw them like hugging each other in the car, uh, yeah. It's like what, they were actually standing there watching them, and then they went around saying, "Oh yeah, I saw them in a car." And everyone's realizing, "Why were you standing there staring at them?" Yeah, yeah. They're eating even chips Sarah, and shit. Like it's even a Sarah's movie. like, even Sarah's like, "Oh what? You hear that from Corey and Trevor?" Yeah, they're always going around everything gay, this gay, that, dude. I think they're gay. <laughs> well, that's there's a possibility because I remember some. This is in a later episode, but. Someone mentioned like Chippendales, and Trevor was like, "Oh no, that's only on Tuesdays and Thursdays or something." Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's the, that's the same one when J Rock opens the crib, and uh, they they go get all the the um, the, the trannies. The oh, I guess that's inappropriate to say now. The transsexuals uh, from the empty closet. Yeah, all the crossdressers. <laughs> you know. And, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> But um, let's see here. So then, oh, then they gotta go uh, get the ring. So they go and borrow Corey and Trevor's car. Trevor's car. And it was so funny. And they're oh, like, yeah. oh, does that mean we're does that mean we're gonna get your truck? And Julia just fucking looks down, and shakes his head, <laughs> and Ricky's like, you two are so fucking stupid. <laughs> no. <laughs> We're here to take your car, you know? You're not getting ours, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and then they, uh, fucking Ricky's like, so why are we out here in this car? Uh, we're going to go do a B&E. <laughs> and 
and they go fucking break into that dude's house. And Julian's oh, in the kitchen. Julian's in the kitchen because he's a jeweler. And Julian's in the kitchen making the cheese sandwiches. And all of a sudden you hear fucking Ricky. Oh fuck! Shoots his gun off. Kitten scratches a fucking kitten, dude. Like a kitten, kitten. He's like, snake just fucking jumped at me. Could have killed me. <laughs> <laughs> So then they pick, trying to pick rings. Fucking, dude, it's so funny. They're in the dude's house eating his cheese sandwiches, stealing rings from this thing. And fucking Julian's like, hey, don't even worry about the money, man. Just pick the one you like. <laughs> like, like they're really <laughs> shopping. And uh, that little girl shows up with the phone. Yeah, Cupid's Cardzarbian. And then he uh, got, so he swallowed it, right? Well, that's when they're getting chased by the cops. Oh, yeah. And so he swallows it. It's that when little little girl calls 911, they run. And then that's when he does the gym trick. Oh, yeah, the gym trick. Yeah, Yeah, you you know Jim or Jim knows you or something like that. Oh, my dad, Jim. Oh, yeah. Told me he had a son on the force. Then they get back, and it's fucking Ray sitting there making soup. And then Ricky comes walking in like, hey, Dad. And it goes right back to the bathroom. Then, (laughs) what the fuck? (laughs) And then later on in the episode, I don't know how much further it is, but, you know, Lucy gets in the car with him and he proposes to her. Yeah. And she takes the the ring and I'm thinking that ring was just inside his stomach. It was smushed (laughs) around with puke and he puked it up. She doesn't, she had no idea. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess he washed it off, right? (laughs) Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. But yeah, fucking. Yeah, he ends up proposing to her. And she says, sure. Oh, no. Oh, dude. But more happened in that very same scene. They're sitting in the car. And he was like, she tells him how he got the job as the garbage man for the park. And he's like, today's perfect. It's such a great day because he's preparing to propose to her. And then he mentions uh, even even Julian got a girlfriend today. And instantly, Lucy got so jealous. She's like, what? Huh? Who, Who is she? Wait, you met her? And she won't let go. Like Ricky, Ricky begins to talk more, and she's like, "What's she like?" You know, she just continues talking about her, and it, that's what it made me realize. That's why Lucy never stays with Ricky, and that's why she she doesn't actually love him. She actually loves Julian. Oh yeah. Yeah, for she's, sure. Full on. When Ricky was parked there, yeah, she was sneaking up to Julian's trap. Yep. Fuck him. Yep. Think about it in the Christmas Booty special. In the Christmas special, she's trying to give him the belt buckle. In oh, that yeah. episode, so in that episode, she's trying to bang him there twice. Once when they're they're talking, and then at the end of the episode when she's sneaking up, fucking in that episode, loose Lu- or Sarah even mentions how uh, she fell in love with Julian back in like junior high or, or or fucking something like that. And so it's like back when they were t- teenagers. And so she goes, "You never really get over something like that." And so I go, that's what it is. Julian's her first love, and she's never stopped yeah. loving Julian. She just started banging Ricky because she's a, you know, she's a Lucy Goosey, you yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> floozy. <laughs> that's right. There are probably a lot yeah. of women in the trailer park who are obsessed with Julian like that. Well, I'd imagine. I mean, Julian's had, uh, well, he's had a few girlfriends. Yeah. Yeah. Barb Leahy, I think he, I think he banged. Yeah, yeah, he banged Barb. I mean, everyone's banged Barb, but yeah, yeah. But I, I think I'd probably still give her a go, you know. Look how obsessed Leahy was with him for years. Right. Uh, and he's gay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he still wanted the Barb snatch. Fuck. 
Dude, that, I bet that shit fucking grips on like a python. <laughs> probably, <yeah. laughs> She probably does kegels. <laughs> That's prob- probably the uh, reason he hasn't been kicked out of the park is because both Barb yeah. and Leahy want to fuck him, so... But Barb, then the cop Erica, then, yeah, uh, her, yeah. then uh, the black black candy. Yeah. Uh, which oh, which we meet her in this episode. That's what they did. They went to the. Um, yes, they met in the bank. When Ricky yeah, went they to went to the bank. Dope. <laughs> yeah, he went to get a loan to grow dope. <laughs> what do you need the loan for to grow a bunch of dope? Look, between you and me, I'm going to be growing a bunch of dope, so I have tons of money. I'll be able to pay it back. <laughs> so you could do that in Canada now if your credit rating was good. You could probably. If you laid out like a proper business plan, so I, w- I want to start up like a an operation just to, to grow and sell marijuana, you could probably get a bank loan. Uh, I imagine you could here now too, depending on where you live. You know, at least medicinally, you know. Yeah. Uh, because that's allowed pretty much everywhere. Well, do you have and, any pain? Do you have any conditions that cause you pain? Uh, well, I mean, I I was actually scripted for like eight years. Um, oh, wow. I used, yeah, I used to have fucking anxiety real bad. I used to take pills for it and all kinds of shit. Uh, but weed, like, is better. And I don't, you know, fucking. Uh, my son's mom used to uh, make me smoke a joint before we'd go into Walmart and shit. Because if I was too stoned and I was going to Walmart, like, I fucking. Well, I, it, I hate stupid people when I'm sober. <laughs> 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 and the world's yeah. full of them. You know what I'm saying? When, if I'm dead sober, like, I just, I can't be around fucking idiocracy. If I'm stoned, I can laugh about it, usually. You know what I'm Have saying? Have you ever been to the website? I laugh about everything. Walmart? Have you ever been to peoplewalmart.com? Uh, no. Oh, but all these funny, demented pictures of real people at Walmart wearing fucked up clothing and shit. Like, it's just crazy people. Uh, no, I was gonna, I was gonna say uh, kind of along them lines. Uh, my I used to like to if I had nothing else to do. And this is usually when you're super bored. But I'd get all stoned and go sit on the bench outside Walmart and watch the people walk in and out. People watch. Because, yeah, because you see some funny motherfuckers go in and out of Walmart. <laughs> yeah, man. So I can imagine it's something like that. You know, just pictures, uh, and on a much crazier scale because they're gonna be from everywhere. <laughs> Uh, well, I think I blew my wad, buddy. Yeah, that's just the fucking way she goes, huh? Yep, it's the way she goes. Well, right, fucker. Until next time, fuck off. We got work to do. Doom.